This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy. All in the mix. Adler is uh, with us, but it's remote. He is home with his wife as they're getting ready for the birth of their first child. Obviously taking extra precaution uh, during this pandemic, rightfully so. Uh, Stretch Armstrong is here. He's a Rick and Bubba University intern, earning his degree in common sense. Common sense now, a super Welcome back for a brand new hour. There he is, 26 years, rocking mic number two, Bill Bubba Bussett. Rick, glad to be here. It is my honor and privilege. Uh, we're glad to be with you as your social separation connection. That's us. Uh, all right, <laughs> Jessica Grayson, MD. Uh, we cannot pronounce her department. Uh, Boy, that is a uh, minefield, she, She's isn't it? at uh, UAB, and I'll just ask her, Jessica, how do you pronounce your department? Otolaryngology. Hey, this Oto-laryngology. is a family show. Family show. Watch that mouth, young lady. <laughs> uh, wow, that. So, I say it one more time. I'm gonna try it one more time. Otolaryngology. Otolaryngology. Got it. You got it. Uh, I love it. Now, what this means? We're talking about sinus uh, allergies, uh, upper respiratory airway diseases. Uh, some you you have some expertise on some of these nasal medicines. Some are good, bad. Influenza. So right. all of this, so let, this is one of the things, you know, we're looking, we're trying to learn and, and we were talking about this earlier and, and tell us if we are correct. We're, we're chasing this thing down, but, but it, it, we never seen it before. That's the, that's the reason, that's the biggest difference between H1N1 and this is this, right. this came from, this is unknown. So you right. get, you guys have to go into the, we've got to learn about it. And as we learn about it, then we can counter and we can try to defeat it. But we, but in order to defeat it, we got to learn about it. And so, right. so uh, part of what, and we are learning, and, and thank you for the work you're doing and all those in your field. We, we know you're tired. We know you're run down, but know that you're in our prayers and know that we're grateful. Um, so let's talk about something you said we're noticing involving loss of smell and taste, because I know that one of the things that, that's hurting us a little bit are those uh, that are out there, they have coronavirus, but they don't know it. They don't, they don't really have any symptoms. Uh, they're they're kind of like typhoid Marys. Uh, they're, right. they're, they're out there passing it. They don't know they're passing it. Um, and you're saying there may be something else to look for. So, so talk about that. Correct. So what they have found in some of the other places like South Korea is that actually 12 to 15% of patients who are asymptomatic otherwise Mm-hmm. have sudden loss of smell and taste. And so they may not have any other reason to know that they're infected other than they cannot smell. Okay, okay. so asymptomatic means they've got it, but they're not showing the normal symptoms. Correct. So no fevers, no cough, no shortness of breath, but they just get a sudden loss of smell or taste. So, doctor, uh, a lot of times you have that with a cold or allergies. How can you, you know, and we're in the middle of, of allergies here, which I, I know you deal mm, with. It is massive. Goodness. Yes. Uh, how, how can you tell if you're just having run-of-the-mill allergies or if, there's, if you're asymptomatic? This is where it gets really difficult because if you don't get the cough or the fever, you really would have a hard time telling the difference. And for a lot of people, they won't know. They may even assume 
This is just my allergies. And we're living really in a very unprecedented time. We don't, or we don't ever have to have this conversation normally. But now that we're here, we just have to say, if you have that symptom, you just need to self-quarantine and take extra precautions because it's possible that you have been exposed and are carrying that virus and could be a vector for someone else. Well, uh, let me let me ask you, right, uh, this next question is important because everybody right now, easy, everybody calm down. Are you saying that if I end up with the loss of smell and taste, you said quarantine, you said that clearly. Suddenly. Mm-hmm. S- suddenly. Yeah, suddenly this happens out, out of nowhere. Do do you because we don't want to overrun the test and we don't want to overrun the the hospitals? Are you saying just self quarantine? Would you want those people to go now be tested? At this point, no, because we okay. don't have enough tests to test everybody in Alabama. Right. What we've got to focus on is the people who are at high risk with multiple comorbidities or other medical issues or who are very, very sick. Right now, the best thing to do if you have that symptom is to just stay at home. Okay. Doctor, we understand that Abbott Labs has come out with a, a, a very quick test, 15 minutes. Most doctor's uh-huh. office have the equipment. They, they just don't have the, the test gear yet, but that's coming. Is that going to be a game changer? I think it will be. You know, the first rollout that Abbott is going to do is with places who already have an account with them. So you won't necessarily see it in every office and every hospital. Depends on if they have an account. But it will absolutely change management and recommendations for people because you'll know very quickly if you need to be quarantined or not. Right. Doctor, how about the antibody test, Uh, the test that basically – would show that you've had it and got over it. Uh, I know there's one out there now. Do we know when that's going to be more mainstream? Because that's a game changer, to, game changer too, far as starting the economy back. Right. Now, I've heard that they're being able to use this in New York and actually get plasma donors and use that plasma for the patients who are acutely ill. As far as I'm aware, that's not available to us yet, but I'm hopeful that if that system of treatment works, if we find in the data that those patients are getting better, that we will get access to that and be able to do it as well. Doctor, the uh, a lot of people are asking us about, you know, how the, to best sanitize a situation. Do the UV lights that we see at a lot of hospitals and there's there's portable versions of them and all that, does that kill this virus or does it not? The understanding is that it does. We don't have any real hard data to say absolutely with 100% certainty, Um, but some of the studies out of Asia felt like it did improve and denature the virus enough that it was a safe thing to use, and so right now it's one one of the only tools we have, and so we have to use it. We have to do the best that we can. Yeah, and I, and you were talking about how hopefully these tests that are coming out that can identify people quicker, and even right. even the blood tests they're also working on uh, that that may can help us of those who might be immune now because I, I've got friends that they're quarantined and and they think they have it and they had a family member go and get tested and that's been a week ago and they still don't know whether they have it or not they're just staying home and and going through it so you know we we really do need to to get to the point where people can know sooner because I think that'll help us you know get ahead of it absolutely and peace of mind is also nice to have right. Yeah. Um, the state lab has been quite overrun, and I, that's why a lot of people are waiting five, six, and seven days for right. results. Right. Still currently on the UAB campus where you're doing the appointment-based 
um, swabs and testing, they've been able to give a one to two day turnaround, often one day turnaround on those results. So that's been helpful for Jefferson County. I think that's why you've seen some of these numbers increase much faster. Yeah, and you look mm-hmm. you look at every state, and our state is is you know representative of everybody else. Wherever you have larger numbers of people gathering together, your metro areas, that's where you have the most. Those are the hotbeds, and the rural areas are not. Right, Doctor Grayson, uh, this thing, its ability to spread, is just amazing, and I'm sure you guys behind the scene are going, "Wow, the spread rate! Why why is it so much more infectious than?" the basic flu or other things we've seen, what, what is making this one so highly contagious? And honestly, do we, is there a part of this we just don't understand yet? I think there are definitely parts of this that we don't understand yet. But one of the issues is that it has such a long latency period and it has such a long survival, as far as we can tell, on surfaces like cardboard and paper and plastic that you almost have to be extra diligent to prevent any cross-contamination of yourself to any of these devices. Mm. And then the fact that you don't show symptoms potentially for five or six days means that you are infecting other people without even knowing that. If, If you had the flu, you know within a couple of days that you've got the flu or the symptoms and you stay away from people. This can take five days or seven days or heck, you may not even be sick and then you pass it along to other people. Well, we're going to come back and and talk more with Jessica Grayson, MD. Remember, the the biggest update from her today, if you have a sudden loss of smell and taste, quarantine yourself. A sudden loss of smell and taste, if you're otherwise asymptomatic, that could be a sign that you need to quarantine. Better safe than dangerous. Uh, we'll be back. We'll continue with Jessica Grayson right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Won't you take me to a funky town? Won't you take me to a funky town? You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is 21 minutes now past the hour. Your voice of steady and calm in a world that is chaotic. And we are talking with uh, Jessica Grayson, MD, with UAB's ENT department. She has informed us that uh, if you um, are someone who is asymptomatic, but you've, you've just kind of suddenly out of nowhere lost uh, your, your smell and your taste, uh, those senses, that could be a sign uh, that you have coronavirus uh, or COVID-19 uh, and you should self-quarantine just to be safe, but they don't want you to go out and take up the test, just quarantine yourself. So that yeah, was Assume, the, assume you uh, have Assume. Um, all right, so also, um, Jessica, as we have some more time with you, thank you for that. Let, let's talk um, – let, let's uh, – hang on just a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm talking on that. Um, Jessica, let's talk about some of the things you said you wanted to tell people that you're, you're suggesting during this time as far as prevention. You want to run down some of those things, so go ahead. Absolutely. So obviously stay home if you can stay at home, but there are plenty of people in this city who are having to go to work, whether at the hospital or local um, 
essential businesses. So I was just going to run through some of the things that I do to keep myself and my family safe, because I also have a young family at home, too. Sure. So um, not taking your wallet anywhere, particularly women, um, or your purse, if you just put your important cards, like your driver's license, your credit card, whatever you might need, in a pocket so that you don't have to have that sitting on any extra surface. Um, If you're using, if you're going to work, for me, I leave my pen at work. I don't take it home with me. Um, Leaving your shoes outside of your house, whether in your garage or on your front steps. Um, And be patient with your healthcare professional neighbors because they're probably stripping down on their front steps so that they can not even take their clothes into their home. So just turn the other way. Um, (laughs) Common courtesy. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. one other Our one tip, thing, real well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one other big thing that we don't think about is how connected we are to our phones now. And so you may alcohol wipe your hands, your buggy at the grocery store, and then you pull your phone out of your pocket and you start using it and you put it back, you put, you know, and you and then you take that into your home without cleaning it again. So I keep mine in a Ziploc bag. And then I can easily Lysol the Ziploc bag without a problem. And mm-hmm. then I haven't ruined my phone. But I also am not taking that into my house with my young child. Um, and then avoiding using your hands when you can. So if you can open a door with your elbow, your shoulder, you can push your way through it, do that. If you're at the grocery store buying your essential items, know what you want before you get there. Don't sit there and pick up six boxes of cereal and then put them back. You don't know who touched it before you, and you don't know who's going to touch it after you. Yeah, go straight so, to Captain Crunch and be done. That's, <laughs> that's right. what you're saying. Exactly. Be intentional and be thoughtful. Avoid touching your face when you can. And you have to be really cognizant not to do that. Um, And the big question has been, if you're the lay people in the public, do you wear a mask? Do you not? You know, my argument is if you're going to wear it and you're going to mess with it, then don't wear it because you're just going to touch your face more. If it's a nice reminder to you to not touch your face, that's fine. You can put a mask on. But going out in bulk buying N95 masks is not the best thing to do. The hospital needs those. And so if you have a stockpile at home because you've been working on your yard or cutting tile or you've done anything in the last couple of years that's required you to use them, the, the local hospitals, UAB and other hospitals, are accepting donations of unopened personal protective equipment. Okay, so another thing I noticed, and it really boggles the mind. It boggles the mind. So, you know, some of us, we, we have to get outside. We just have to. You have to go out and get some mm-hmm. some air. You, you you just stir crazy, okay? Right. So my wife and I go for a walk, in, in a, and they've shut down all the playgrounds and all that, and that's good. Need to. But this is a giant open area, and people are still getting right up on people <laughs> When there's acres and acres of room, it's like, you know, if I step off this, uh, this uh, uh, rock path or this, this path that, that everybody walks on, uh, it's going to ruin my walk. Step off in the grass and get away from each other. Why are people still getting up on top of each other when there's plenty of room to spread out? You know, I think a little bit it's because we were made to be social creatures. Right. Um, and, and crave that personal connection, and especially in a time like this when stress is high, yeah. and then you're being told that you cannot have that social connection that you're used to needing. 
um, and thriving on it. I think that's why people struggle with it. But it's so important because it may not be you. You may be healthy and it may not be you that you're hurting, but it, it might be your friend or your friend's parent or their grandparent that actually is going to be the person who suffers from the decision that you've made to not stay distanced. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I just started walking the path that, that she, my wife and I were walking and running on and screaming unclean. Yeah, that, that'll <laughs> I, I just started screaming yeah. unclean, yeah. And, <laughs> and then people get away from you. Dr. Grayson, the, the reports <laughs> of the malaria like, drug, malaria drug plus Z-Pack, is that working? Is it not? What's the, what's the initial response to that? The data has been very mixed, and a lot of that has stemmed from understanding when the medication was started and the comorbidities of the patient who got it, so how sick they were with other things. Right. And so that's been the big issue is trying to figure out what will work best because we don't know if it was started on patients once they were very, very sick, and that's why it may not have worked, or... We know, was it started on the wrong patient? There are some risks with those two drugs. They are not as safe as everybody thinks. They can do some things to your cardiac function, and so it's very important that you don't self-medicate with them. Um, and, you know, get some. If you have some for some other illness or you were given some, please don't take it just because you have it. Uh, if, a dro- if a doctor directs you to take it for any reason, then certainly they have considered the risk f- on your behalf and feel like that's the best option. Now, is that but both of those drugs or just the malaria drug? They actually both can prolong the electric conduction within your heart and can actually lead you into a fatal arrhythmia. And they both do cause the same thing. And so if you're taking both of them, right. it can mm-hmm. increase your risk even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, too, and I know Rick's got one more question. Animals. What are you hearing on animals? We've seen studies that say yay. We've seen them that said nay. Do we know if our pets, who we're clinging to right now because we can't be around other humans, uh, can they get infected or can they carry it? As far as we know, it's not going back and forth between animals and humans. So if you've got your beloved dog, you can hang out with your dog. Mm-hmm. Can it live on their fur? That is certainly possible, but so keep them away from other people you don't know. They yeah. have to quarantine at your house just like you do. Yeah. <laughs> and do you think the warm weather will help at all in the places where things are warming up or too, too, too early to know? We're very hopeful that we'll get that same benefit. You know, that happens with the flu every year. That even happened in the last pandemic that our world saw in 1918. All right, so hopefully, hopefully that will Thank help. Thank you, we'll, Dr. Grace. We'll be right back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. So there was a great update uh, from uh, one of, another one of the doctors at uh, Birmingham's UAB. So hopefully that was uh, beneficial. Uh, and uh, take a few notes because we're learning about it, and as we learn about it, we adapt, and then we'll get to the other side of it. Uh, some good news in there and some not-so-good news. That seems to be the case on this pandemic. Uh, I, I tell you what also is bad news if you've got an automobile that is no longer under the original manufacturer's warranty because if something happens once that baby gets plus 5,000 miles, guess who it's on? <laughs> it's on you and me. Yep. Uh, so the Car Shield says, how about a protection plan that can uh, cover you beyond the warranty? And, and these protection plans are fantastic. 
Uh, look, with these these automobiles we got now, they got so many bells and whistles on them, and any little and, and you know they're like Bubba's talked about before the thoroughbred mentality. I mean, they they got some really good things, but that boy, they're just on a tight little string. Just any little thing goes wrong, and then you start getting all these little signals on, up there on your dashboard and something this and something that. And uh, so, and some of these things can be minor, but they can cost a lot. But if they're covered under your protection plan with the car shield, guess what's going to happen? You pick the ASC certified mechanic or dealership of your choice. They deal directly with them. They pay them directly. They'll give you a rental car while yours is being repaired. And then you also have 24-7 roadside assistance if you ever get into a time of need. So get a protection plan from, uh, from CarShield today uh, by going to carshield.com. They've already helped over 1 million customers. Or you can find their link at rickandbubba.com uh, under the, uh, the sponsors button. You can call them at 1-800-CAR-6000. Use the promo code Bubba, and you'll save 10% on the protection plan that you choose. Uh, and so take take care of that now. That's that's a win win for everybody. And get great emails from folks who do that. All right. So uh, we're all going through you know these times of trying to figure out what do we do with all this time that we have. And hopefully we're, we were talking about before we were praying before the show. We're all obviously dealing with the things in our life that really matter. Uh, but you certainly want to continue to uh, to find things to do as, as a family. I will say that we saw. I still believe over the weekend. It was fantastic. Great, great movie. Uh, the Irwin Brothers, uh, you know, if you, if you know the Jeremy Camp story, it's an, uh, an incredible story. But, again, it's also a great movie, whether you know the story or not. The acting was fantastic. Uh, the Irwin Brothers, it looks like they just keep getting better every movie they put out. Uh, of course, his budgets get, get, get bigger, so do movies. Uh, but if you haven't seen, I still believe it's, a, it's on all your little streaming rentals and all that. We watched it. It was really, really good. Uh, because sometimes when you're given a lot of free time, you can, you know, you don't want to just say, let's kill the time and let's consume just anything because everything we consume matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've given you the Super Bowl commercial uh, uh, example of that that really, really you can't argue against. Mm-hmm. Anything good that you're consuming will help you. Anything bad you're consuming will, will, be, will be detrimental. So I still believe is another one of those great things you can enjoy along with that series we talked about, The Chosen. So anyway, over the weekend – you know, you're thinking to yourself, and Sherry was, and we were laughing. Is we've heard the term, you know, I'm all dressed up with no place to go. Yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. And, and that term has been out there for a long time. So on Saturday, uh, Sherry and I were thinking, okay, we've we've done all the stuff, and we're at the point now where you know the the kids who are, are now the only kid that is at home because Big Love has gone back to Startbull and is just quarantining in his apartment there. Um, but so we only have one kid at home, but even he is tired of us. I mean, he, oh, he, yeah. he's, he's at yeah. the point now where he's like, you know, I'm really tired of being, you know, you feel like you have to draw me into everything we're doing because family time is great. I'll be honest with you. Sherry and I have got kind of gotten to the point. Now it's kind of the same way with, uh, with my son. We've had so much time and we've taken advantage of it. I don't have anything new to say. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and, you, and we're we, pretty much caught up. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and when yeah. you, and when you ask about what did you do today? Well, the same thing I did yesterday. I took a nap. <laughs> right. I looked it's out a, the window. There were you. Uh, so we went this far with it, and I and I would suggest this. We went this far with it, and we were laughing about it. It was funny. So Sherry and I actually went like we were getting ready to go on a date, and went inside, and she went and got got all clean and got dressed up. I went and got a shower. Now, when I say dressed up. It's just you know when you're when you're in quarantine, it just meant we were not in sweats or short, right, or, right. Or, yeah. or, or, or or you know gym shorts or t-shirts. 
we actually put on stuff we would put on if we were going to go on a date. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we literally dressed up like we were going on a date, acted like we were going on a date, and then ate like out on the screened-in porch like we were on a date. There you go. We combed our hair. <laughs> uh, we, we, we brushed no, you our didn't. teeth. You know, and we just pretended we were going on a date and just pretended a date because you, there's nowhere to go. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like um, you can ride around and look at empty things. That's yeah. not a bad date, yeah, by the way. We've done that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just ride around in your car. And like I say, Sherry and I, on, on Saturday before we had our date, uh, we were going to go out to one of the big parks and, and walk and run a little bit and, and exercise. And, um, and I thought, well, there's so much acreage out here. People will stay away from each other, but they won't. I mean, people were like, okay, I, I realize there's a walking trail here or a running trail, mm-hmm. but there's all kinds of grass this way and there's all kinds of, of other room this way. It's okay to get off this path if we're trying to separate from each, each other for just a minute. Right. We don't have to be all up here in, uh, in everybody's business. And, uh, and, and you know, so I did. And, and, and Sherry told me to stop. I just started screaming unclean, just like <laughs> yep, I just told yep. the doctor. I really did. I said, Sherry, these people got to get away from me. <laughs> Unclean. <laughs> like that. And she said, Well, I mean, I, you would think they would see us coming and we're moving. And, and then, you know, but why are these other people not moving when we have the right? I, I said, I don't know. I said, I'm, I'm and I saw, so I just start screaming unclean. <laughs> unclean! And, 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 oh, you, oh, oh, you talk about freaking people out. You scream unclean and watch them. Wow. <laughs> hey, they'll absolutely move. Really? So, so I would just, I would just suggest that. I would, I would say, you know, because look, guys, uh, you got to do something. You, yeah, you got it. You got to. You got to break the monotony of the whole thing. <laughs> something. I mean, it, get out. Uh, do something. Yeah. Do you find yourself holding holding your breath when you walk past somebody? Um, yes, I do too. I do. You know, in the in the uh, but, but not. I try not to make it noticeable. Like, how you doing? Well, I tell, no. I tell you too. I and I ask you guys. I've got real sensitive about washing your hands. Mm-hmm. And you know, let's just assume your hands are dirty. You turn the knob on. You wash your hands. Your hands are nice and clean. Now you touch the knob to turn it turn it off, and you're, you you contaminate. Use the back again. of your hand. Mm-hmm. The back of your hand yeah, to turn the yeah, knob. Yeah. Some knobs you some knobs you, you can't, can't do nah. that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying some to get, doors you can't open. I, like I'm that. trying to understand the correct protocol. I am too, and I am I, I'm sure the CDC has one, and it's probably six pages. But right, so, so tell me, uh, so I mean, tell, should you just wear gloves and wash the gloves all the time? <laughs> I, I don't know. You, I mean, if you have access to rubber gloves, you use those and toss them. So, I, love, so, I love the picture you sent of Amanda. It looked like she was going to war. Didn't that's it? Her yeah, day. she's done wearing all that. Let me ask you this: if y'all were if y'all were at home and you're here. Where else are you going into bathrooms where you would be worried about who's been in there and who hasn't? No. Well, I mean, I've always, about, I've always like been home, concerned about would you, that. Why would it matter? No. Well, it even I mean, I'll guess. It, it, well, even here. I mean, yeah. this is where you know we we have our most dangerous part of the day. Obviously, but who else has been here? Well, but still, with anybody we're or bringing, any bathroom, we're yeah. bringing stuff in yeah. here from See, our houses. Yeah. Well, my wife. I mean, you go yeah. back to that. That's my how we're going to the grocery store. I had to go into the grocery store, grocery store, gas pump, right, yeah. and delivery people. Because here's another problem: right. they're doing more and more checks on these packages we're getting. And I don't know if you saw that they put out a whole new mm-hmm. set of guidelines on getting an Amazon box in the mail. Right. You're supposed to get it with gloves. You're supposed to carry it to like a garage or a secure area. Leave it there for three days before you open it. No, oh my goodness. I mean, guys, Greg's uh, Greg's bringing food in here right now. Yeah, as yeah. we speak. No, I understand. Uh, yeah, else. I was just saying. So that's so, so nothing out there. Uh, yeah. But I'm talking about in here. But in general, know, washing your hands. Let's just say we. If wasn't I go in to the, the bathroom before you and say I went to the grocery store or I was unclean and somebody got on me while I was out running, okay, and uh, and I went into the bathroom here. And then you said, well, hey, Rick's been in here. I don't know where he's been. And you do all this, whatever. Then you come back in here and sit in here in the room with me. I mean, if I've got it, y'all going to get it. If y'all have got it, I'm going to get it. 
I mean, no matter what we do. But how are you supposed to cut the knob <laughs> off without touching it? Other than doing some ballet move. Yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. you can. I had the worst of worst happen to me this past weekend. I was at the grocery store and had to use the bathroom. Mm. Let me ask you this. Should all of Kid these me, things be like where you push a home. button, it comes on for a certain amount of time and then cuts itself off or motion activated yeah, or absolutely. something? You may see speeding. It may happen because I know at the park where we go and, and walk, and, you know, and, and I was screaming unclean mm-hmm. to the point Sherry said, well, let's just go get the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, they won't, they've shut public bathrooms down. Oh really? Yeah, and they may start doing that at grocery stores because you're right. That's a that's yeah. a mine, that's, well, was that, a, that's a minefield. It was quite you know, the when handle you're at the grocery store because you talk about now you do have a problem in the bathroom. You got a big problem in there now <laughs> yeah. because you don't know who's been in and out of it. Well, it made me hurry up and get home. Yeah, it that. will. It, it'll it'll you, you'll hurry. There's no doubt. So uh, I'm going to tell you, you really, shouldn't have drank I mean, so much water. Dang it! When you go to the supermarket, you pick up food, you get a package, or God forbid, the gas pump. Right. Like I said the other day, that's like trying to handle a rose. Yeah, I don't. You know, you're, <laughs> I won't get the gas pump without without gloves or something on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And then you got to get your wallet out and get your credit. Then, I mean, oh, then a, you got to disinfect your debit card. Of course, oh. you'd have to actually go somewhere to run out of gas. So <laughs> yeah. My tank of gas is lasting a very long time. Now. Uh, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ready for a fiber, old tubby? Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. As uh, we make our way back. All right, so Bubba, you've uh, you've you've stirred up the wasp's nest. Thanks, Bubba. Yeah, everybody's My wife's even texting. We're, we're, I want to know. Uh, so, I, 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 now those of you that are on hold, if the person Rick, I'm trying to do better, you are, you are, you are doing better. Yeah. I tell you, who, uh, Joe Diffie's death has got Greg involved. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole new what? attitude about yeah, it. No, yeah, that's it not it. Joe Diffie's death turned was the turning point. <laughs> for he was in there measuring point. six foot. Of he was in the kitchen. He screamed unclean. How many? How many, sta- how many tiles? It was? Right. So, all right. No, it's just some numbers climbing got my attention. <laughs> well, let's, let's, well, they told you it was going to climb. I think the point. I still don't have to like it. Now, Greg, we, you know why we know more people have it? Because we can test them now. I, that ain't, that's, yeah, but it sure is contagious. Mm-hmm. Greg, we ain't, we're not going to get the 2.2 million. They don't. That's know. what they no, said. No, I'm anyway. not saying yeah. all that. I'm but, not but, saying but, all that. But, and it's getting warmer again. You heard the doctor say she thinks the warming where we are. You're you're not in New York City, Greg. Okay. I mean, it's bad, but it's, it could be worse. How'd you like to be in NYC? <laughs> Out there with the naked cowboy. Greg, I like the new concern, Greg. Yeah. I'm not saying concern that much, but if if you're trying to isolate, that we're not. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If, if we're required to do that, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're but what not. do you mean? What do you mean? We, we are isolated. No, we're not. We're all too. There's only, there's only six you're of us. Yeah, but no, there's up. not. No, there's not. Everybody's got a wife. Everybody's got mm-hmm. kids. And all those people they come in contact, you're dealing mm-hmm. with them, too. Yeah, well, you got it, all that. I will say this honestly: if if anybody wants to stay at home, they they can. I don't care. But I mean, you get but the job done here's got to be done. I'm set up that I could do that. That's what I told Greg mm-hmm. a minute ago. I I don't. It, I feel like sometimes we think, well, goodness gracious, I they don't want me here. Like a minute ago, I thought, well, with Amanda and going to the hospital, mm-hmm. they don't want me here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go home. I'll go to the house. I can do everything there that I can here, other than speak yeah. here. And if y'all need me, you can call me. Kind of like Adler's. Right statement. I'm right. here if you need me. Right, 
But if y'all don't care, I'm game because I'm gonna be honest with you. I need these five or six hours a day. <laughs> I do I, see, desperately. I, see, I thought the opposite. I thought you didn't want to stay home with your kids like that. That's mm-hmm. what I just said. I yeah, need I, these. I, yeah. oh, okay, you're I saying. need these five or six <laughs> okay. hours a day. That's what I'm saying. I need these five or six no, hours. A ain't day. nobody sitting in your home. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. Saying. But I'm saying, I, if you feel like we're dragging here, you and you think we're making you unsafe and stuff. Oh home. no, no, I'm not worried about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure. The, um, I'm not worried about that at all. But just be sure we know how to do what you do here. <laughs> you know that we got We got to know that. So yeah, um, we, none of y'all do. No, so. no. I'm talking with Greg. I got to know how to get done. Oh yeah, we. Well, I think we're good. Do y'all know how to do that. Just just help me with that because I got to know. Uh, that, well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying if we get down to it, we may have to do what you. Yeah, I think that's what Greg is saying. Yeah. Is Greg saying we we've been talking a lot? We truly don't have a really good plan if one of us goes down tomorrow. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. If, if we well, do we get, we need plan. to do that. We got. If one goes we, down. Then that's everybody's there. <laughs> no, I got you. No, look, I said Friday. Friday. I said, do y'all want to stay after the show and talk about it? And we said, well, we'll talk about it Monday. So, yeah. I, mean, I mean. Well, we know more. I figured right. we'd know more Monday. So, I'll do whatever we want to do. But we, like you said, we have to get a plan. We have to have a plan. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, we got one. It's just, right. you know. Really? We're just saying. <laughs> Double check. <laughs> I want to raise yeah, my got hand. One. I got to know how to get Denver. <laughs> that one I, I don't, don't know. Rick, I don't know how to get Denver. Right. <laughs> right. Raise your hand if you know how to connect us to Denver. It's not very hard. Okay. Well, I know, but I just, I, but like you're, I'm making, you're right. You're I'm right. making your point. You're right. You don't want to show up and go. Damn, I've got that. I'm making. Hey, about Greg, I'm agreeing with you. We're talking about this quarantine plan, but we don't have one. that's part of the plan. After after a key to get in, not having a plan. After a key to get in denver's an excellent <laughs> <That's it. laughs> key doors yeah. open hey. lights on denver <laughs> you know what you know Denver what? happens quick <laughs> you know what happens it's right out of the gate raise your thing. raise your hand if you know how to record a commercial and put it in the system oh yeah okay see these are all so you and i, I don't know either you know you know what that means <laughs> I, if we can pull this off from you being at the house really one of us need to be up here yeah. i mean and you just have the live spots and you just rock and roll from the house yeah. but i mean it's just uh, yeah <laughs> And then we can we can run all the boards and and dump and stuff and call in Denver. <laughs> of course, I don't have a Comrex, but so I guess I'll be on the phone. Well, and you know what? We're just going to be on the phone then. Right. I'll, I'm fine with being the only one here, but I got to know how to do Denver. <laughs> what about Denver? I got to. <laughs> suddenly the only one here. Listen, well, it would work well, that smoother. Is her plan. So it would work smoother. Greg, there was a time it's gotten better. There was a time when I dreaded vacation because there was so much I had to do to be on vacation. Yeah. Until y'all got to where you could do your own live spots and all that. I used to have to record all those. Yeah. You ever get to the point where you're like, I'd just rather be there. Than no, it's too much. Greg, to do. good news. Good off. news. A quick FaceTime in five minutes. We can both talk you into how to call Denver. <laughs> And put a commercial in the system. Okay. That can happen in five minutes. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know. With me, five minutes. The, 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 the Denver, commercial. The Denver, you're right. Let me on. change that. The Adding the commercial, I'm going to say eight minutes. Both of those know. combined. I don't know, but I have to pay no. attention on that. Well, you will. Yeah, now, Rick, this is if you're paying attention. I feel good about Denver. I don't feel good about recording commercials. And putting them I don't feel good about doing the log. I don't think I'm good well, at the, that. I think you need to stay at home. The good news is with FaceTime, we need to figure it out where you, you can, can be at show home. us and we can say, hey, press that, press mm-hmm. that, press that. You're good. If right. you're not reading a live spot on Zoom this week, I'm going to be mad. One of us here. We may running. need to test it. You guys, I'll go, I'll go this far. I think we've already had it, and we're on the other side of it. Right. That's it. That could be it. Hey, let's go back to the month of January. Guys, we we all been a little bit sick. Let's face it. We, we all got it. Look, we coughed our way through December. We did. See, I don't, I, I, I don't think I have. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I have boy. not. I've not showed any kind of any symptoms whatsoever. And it hurts. And see, I take all this allergy medicine to where it's not even bothering me. Right. Allergies are not even affecting me. This right. pollen y'all keep talking about is not really bothering me mm, much right. because I, I I kill it with all this stuff I'm taking. Uh, did I tell y'all that when I thought I had it that I got to the bottom of it? I think I told Greg about it. Did I, did I tell everybody about what, what happened when, oh, yeah, I, when yeah, I thought yeah, I had yeah, it? Yeah. Did I tell y'all about that? <laughs> Guys, all right, put that down. I got, I got, I got, I got, yeah. <laughs> listen, I got that and you and Lou have to be the form. All right, Still fine. Fine. All right let, me, let me let somebody tell Bob how to wash his hands. Now, look, those of you on hold. About washing his hands and cutting yeah. the faucet off. I'm getting a lot of well. Listen, well, those of you on hold, because I, I know we let's learn during this time. If the person before you says to Bubba what you're going to say to him, yeah. there's no need well, to repeat it. Again. That's why I'm not going to read Amanda's text. Right. Okay, it's probably I, the same I, exact I, thing. All right, so let's let's go. I'd to, rather know what Amanda says. My uh, nose is running. Exact same thing. This is going to say. Let's go to Doris in Rainbow City. All right, Doris, tell Bubba how to how to cut a faucet off. Okay, you wash your hands. You get your paper towel, and then you turn the water off. Mm-hmm. With the paper towel. And tire. you open the door with that paper towel you yeah. dry your hands off with. Yeah, that seems yeah. pretty simple. I, what about yeah. the it's, ones it's that have the, the little paper. blowers? I've heard horror stories uh, about the blowers just blow uh, poop everywhere. <laughs> I just wipe my hands on my pants. Yeah, I don't okay. use the blower. Yeah, if you're in a bathroom now, that has a blower, how do you get that faucet off now? Um, use your foot. Toilet, toilet paper. paper. I've got my toilet shirt before like this. Because well, you don't know who stretched that toilet paper. Don't use the there first part of the toilet paper with hanging out. Don't You're use right. that because that's where their hand tore hey, it. Uh, uh, guys, uh, all of these things we're talking about, that. we should have already been doing <laughs> Yeah, but right. before Corona. But we didn't. No, guys, we're no. so late on this. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, e- eating, eating fecal matter never bothers. <laughs> no, no, Because no. we got studies. It's on everything. Everything. But you know what we just decided? Well, we can't taste it. We don't know it. Yeah. I love the new Greg. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm just Joe saying, Diffie. if you have things you're required to do, it's Joe Diffie. It was. You're and coming if you're over. Trying to go Look, by those rules, technically, I'm, that's not a plan. We don't. I, we're not here on that. the staff. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Here on the staff, I'm probably the closest thing to a prepper here mm-hmm. of this group. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, or as I'm Rick so says, scaredy cat. Okay. Yeah. So, but you're coming my way, and I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm but I mean, there's a lot of places where people are still going to work. No, I'm. I'm just making yeah. a point. We're doing what everybody's doing. That's going to work, Greg. We're doing that. Yeah, John Deere Green. <laughs> That's what they're doing. How, now, Ricky, you were a different person no, after Joe Diffie's no, death, no. as I predicted. Rick, <laughs> well, I called you know, it. You know what? This this is Lisa getting on him about other family members. You know what this is? Well, well, no, no, we're all isolated from all of them. I haven't seen them. We you had, seen we, had face, we had Facetime. We can't even see our parents. You have to we get had, unclean. I know we had a Facetime. Baby if you else. stay at home and we do the will of meat, do you have a drum set at home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Greg, show me how to do Denver. <laughs> And to do Where's the, the button? Show Where's me, the button Greg, for Denver? Show me how to do the lock. What we need to do is teach Greg how to FaceTime because that's going to suck. Yeah. If he don't know how to FaceTime, that's going to kill all of us. We need to, we oh, need to teach you how to be live from home and still be able to pull everything off and one of us be here. That's the simplest thing. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy is here. Adler is uh, remote. Uh, and uh, Stretch Armstrong handles his duties here on site. 
Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. An honor and a privilege as we enter pandemic week number three. All right, so I will I will call this segment Rick is a Nimrod. Okay, and look, let me tell you, these two things is so, so funny. One of them, I guess, could have been dangerous. Well, they both could have been dangerous, actually. Both could have been dangerous. So I'll go back to the period of time. When was it? Was it? Was it? It was February. When did we all start getting the "Hey, we're afraid everybody's going to get COVID 19 when, Well, when? I started in January. Yeah, but uh, now, but it, was it was the minute it, it stirred up. Your, your, your vacation week during I best, had during best back, of week back is back when February. Y'all remember? Is yeah. when it started growing, yeah. and that's when second uh, week of March. That's when NCAA canceled baseball. Second week of March. Okay, so second week of March. So then, when they canceled March Madness, that's when I think it got real. Yeah. So we come back yeah. to work, and you remember that's when we all thought we were patient zero, and we did the quick call, well, yeah, yeah. and we did all that. So, uh, and you remember the day that I, I feel sorry for that person, not just for the CV nineteen, but what they're going to live with on the show. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> I never. I mean, you may not survive it. The uh, <laughs> the uh, so you you get the um, the we we're convinced we're all patient zero. You remember the day I walked to the mailbox and i and i was whispering to myself who are you kidding you're patient right. zero and i was having some weird stuff going on i was having like hot almost like hot flashes and and then like my body would jerk and move sometimes and and all this and i was like man what in the world's going on but i never did have a fever and i was like what is going on so you know i kept trying to figure it out and so one day i was i was getting ready to to go to bed and i was taking so i i'm on something for cholesterol something for blood pressure and then I, I take, um, you know, just some supplements, and, and I take my mm-hmm. calatrin and that before I go to bed. So I was sitting there one night doing it, and I don't know who – nobody in the house has admitted it, and nobody knows how it happened. So I'm sitting there, and I reach up for my blood pressure medicine, and, and for some reason I actually turn and look at it. And when I look at it, it has James Broderick Burgess on the label. Mm. And I'm like, what in the world? And I'm looking at this, and it looked exactly like the blood pressure medicine. I'm like, what? It even started with the same letter. And I looked, and I said, my gosh, have I been taking some obscure (laughs) prescription in here in the the medicine cabinet? (laughs) And look, and so I start searching around, and then I find my blood pressure medicine is pushed back in the back. And I'm taking some old uh, prescription of some kind. I noticed you were paying attention. Yeah, and, and so, and I was like, what in the world? And, and so, and it was something when he was sick one time. Yeah. Was, I don't even know what it was. Well, at least you've been on antibiotics. Well, right? yeah. and, and so, Do you not know what the pill looks like? <laughs> they look the same, exactly the same. And, and so, it, it's, it's a new ultra careful game. I love it. Yeah. Look, guys, I'm guys, saying, guys, I, guys I, threw, I threw it in the. Not being you want a ham radio? <laughs> right. I get you one. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Greg. Joe Diffie was probably had some sort of pulmonary. He's sixty-one years old. He had some pulmonary. I couldn't be itching more. The Diffie that changed the world, right? So, so anyway, (laughs) (laughs) got to admit that's a good angle. (laughs) It is a good. My eyes, I want to scratch them right now. (laughs) My nose is itching. (laughs) I can't touch it. Rick, if John Prine goes on in, I may never show up. I know. (laughs) But so anyway, so look, I take that medicine. See, see it. Nobody's using anymore. Throw it in the garbage and feel fine two days later. It's because you were. Fell I was having reactions. I was hey. having reactions to not being on my and blood pressure. And you weren't taking that. Yeah. And, and taking something yeah. else. That's it. Wow. It was driving my blood pressure up. Probably. Oh lord. <laughs> you don't. 
And I thought I was patient zero. Rick's one Rick's one of those guys you can't leave to take his medicine. You gotta get your little pill box and let let mama fix it. He thought he was patient zero, but he just kept showing up. I never had a fever. Asymptomatic. Uh, they said if you can't smell, you need to stay at home. Well, that's new. <laughs> that's just new. I'll you know, tell you what, you know my what I appetite, started, I'm fine. I just, yeah. I, just, I just ate my breakfast in a whole different way. <laughs> yeah, I smelled it. it. Tasted good. Greg, I, I became, I became what's his name on uh, Rudolph. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so then here comes, here, here's the next. Yeah. Nim- I just tested mine with those eggs. I'm fine. Yeah. Here, here comes go. here comes the next Nimrod move on my part. Gosh, and this this is out of the Three Stooges. I mean, this is out of the Three Stooges. So we, you know, if you have any place that has any kind of wood of any kind, carpenter bees have oh, just they they oh, yeah. they just infest oh, everything. Piles of sawdust, drill holes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Amazing the sawdust. They mm-hmm. So down at the the farm, they're just I mean they're literally like a swarm. And so some Sherry talked and somebody ordered a bunch of uh, the uh, carpenter bee traps. Yeah, the jar okay. with the little holes in. So you got, got so you got to hang them. Yeah. So so I go down the barn and uh, go down and spend some time at the farm over the weekend, and that was my big project. Gosh, y'all gonna love this, Greg, Greg, Greg. So I go into you know the, the where, where we have ladders and stuff, and I pull out the big ladder because you know the way the barn is to get on some of those beams, I need to get up and to, to nail the nail hanging on it. All right. So I'm I'm so keep in mind I'm going up a ladder. I'm going up a ladder with. A carpenter bee trap and a hammer and a nail in my mouth. Okay, all right. To go up to try to to try to hammer it in and then hang it. Okay, so guys, y'all gonna love this. I'm somewhere. a carpenter. I got my nail in my mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, it's just I don't have no hands. You did by so, carrying it because I, I started trying to keep it in the jar and I thought, well, that, and look, and I was being so careful. Here's what y'all have to understand. I know what an idiot I am. It's one thing not to know. Yeah. And I said, do not do the things you do. Where you try to get everything up the ladder at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. You try to oh, cut yeah. down how many trips. Go back down. You got a jar that can break. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got you got a you got a nail, you got a hammer. So I would go up and this would be my move. I would go up and I would take the hammer and the nail and I would and I would hammer it and then I would come down and then I would take the then I would take the trap back up and then I would hang it and whatever. Well, gosh, so funny. And I've got on my Rick and Bubba you know, cap like I like it, you know, the, the, the scene urn cap and, uh-huh. you know, and I got it just like I like it probably saved my life. So I, <laughs> oh. so I have it on and I've got this, it's, it's the tallest ladder we have. It's, but it folds out, but it's the tallest fold out, you know, the big orange one, yeah. I call it. So, <clears throat> so I've done, I've done one, I've done another. Now I need to move around to the other side of the barn. Cause I'm going to hang two more over there. Okay. Well, undoubtedly my system had gotten off and I didn't realize it. So I go to grab that ladder and go to shift it and move it, and the hammer oh, comes no. from the very top. Oh, <laughs> comes from the top of the ladder. The top of the it's ladder me. Yeah. and comes right down and skims my forehead, hits Ooh. the cap, the <laughs> bill of the cap, and it flexes it off. <clears throat> oh. Look, and I still it's still a little sore right here. I get the laughing so hard. <laughs> Did you go, what an idiot about about the three street. <laughs> About, the, about that, oh, yeah. about that yeah. hammer coming yeah. down and bouncing right off the top of my head, y'all. If that hammer had hit me right in the middle of the head, uh-huh. luckily it hit the, claw. My, the bill of my cap mm-hmm. and skimmed my head. You'd be in here with a big old knot. Greg, I got to laugh and I thought, I thought that's three stooges. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's one of the. It stooges. made that noise. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but off the top of the head, said, I was like, and I started, sound I let you being safe. Right? I just started dogging myself. I was like, you idiot, you stupid idiot. I mean, you got to you climb down, leave the hammer up Man, on the ladder, then, then grab it and shift it. Sure. I've done it. Mm. I've done it. Gosh. So, so I'm going to still deal with you in ladders. I, I don't do, do, you, do you remember, and I, I don't yes. know if I told this on the air, yeah. when I came over to your house uh-huh. and was fixing Cherry's computer, yes. he went outside with a ladder yeah, to do something, yeah. and he had like a white t-shirt on, and he came in to check on me, and he was just dirty, <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? He's like, I fell in the bushes, fell off the ladder, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and the way he said it, it was like just something normal that yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Ladder, he tries to do. I, I minimize my injuries, but I'm always injured. But <laughs> you remember that when I had to give up and dive in the bushes? You did. Ladder, <laughs> yeah. ladder work. all over you. Ladder work requires <laughs> details, okay? Yes. For all the great things Rick does, Mm-mm. details is not him. No. Not, not his gift. Mm-mm. And no. ladder requires details, or yeah. you'll get hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. When that, when that, if that, I, I start laughing because I start thinking about y'all immediately. <laughs> yeah. If that thing come down and right on top of my head from that ladder, I like how you love it. You thought you were being safe. That's what I'm saying. That's him hey. being safe. I'm not going to do like I normally do. <laughs> hey. That's as safe as I can be. And still got hit with a hammer. <laughs> we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. 20 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big as our number. Thank you for being with us as we make our way back. We'll start with Mark in Auburn. Mark, Mark, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Doing good, doing good, guys. How are y'all doing? Fantastic. Got a comment about all the bathroom protocol, and it's something I've kind of thought about a lot, too, but I got a question for Bubba. Yep. When was the last time you washed your belt buckle? You know, it's been a while. I, I've never really thought about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, God. Wow. my goodness. Oh, oh, yeah. you, you got me, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you even wear a belt? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, you just can't see it. Okay. I've never seen it before. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if it's not one of them big why, cowboy. Why pants. If it's, if it's not one of them big <laughs> cowboy belt buckles, I don't even notice it. You know, right. just the regular belt buckle. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I hear belt buckle, I picture like the. Now, why was that so funny? I, I know. still. <laughs> I know, I'm still trying to get to well, the I think, of that. I think he's Who just else? pointing that, you know, there's there's so many things we don't think about we're touching. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at everything right now. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Yeah, y'all saw the Mythbusters thing where they did the little experiment. That that scares you to death. Let's go to did you Go- say it? No. You don't need to look at that. Gordon and Mobile. Gordon, go ahead. Not if it's going to make me feel bad. No. Hey, Rick. How y'all doing? I'm Great. good. Hey, well, let's go. Look, man, I, uh, that last bit, you inspired me to come up with a new Rick and Bubba product. First of all, I'm thankful that you didn't get hurt. That man, that hammer, it literally would have killed you. But uh, I'm sure you could find you a supplier that we could get a Rick and Bubba hard hat. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this. We put it out on the manchurch.com social media. I'm getting, guys, we have these little stickers you can put on that have the logo and be a man, follow Jesus. And now some yeah. of my hard hat guys are putting those on their hard hat and sending us pictures of them, which is kind of cool. A Rick and Bubba hard hat might not be a bad idea. You know, that, that may not be a bad idea. Mm, that's right. Uh, Greg, you'd have to help us with that a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a few of them on. Yeah. Have you seen that one guy that just sent that last thing? His is black. Do they, I've never mm, seen I've a black seen one. That. Kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, Sean and Coleman. Sean, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, 
I got to add on the uh, talking about paying with debit cards and stuff. You use your Apple Pay or Android Pay, Samsung Pay, whatever you got. You ain't got to worry about getting germs from touching the keypad or anything. Yeah, that's true. I've also and noticed a lot of the gas pumps I have don't have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them have the you know the pickup, but not not all of them. I've noticed a lot of them are putting a piece of plastic, almost taking like a Ziploc bag and putting it over it, and then they're coming out and spraying it ever so often. Yeah, I've seen that too. So, uh, let's go to Bray in Alabama. Ray, go ahead. How do you get rid of carpenter bees? All right. So this is a trick my grandpa taught me. Used it all his life, and I've used it all my life. It works great. You take a medium-sized brown paper bag and kind of crumble it up for texture. Then you stuff it full of something else, anything to puff it back out, and you hang it from the ceiling. And the carpenter bees and the red walks thinks it's a hornet's nest, and even they won't mess with a hornet. And it sounds simple, but I put it in shoot houses at the hunting camp, porches, overhangs. I never have a red wasp or carpenter bee problem. Seriously, wow. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. That, that is all thing is a hornet's is, nest. It's sometimes, Greg, the, big, the best solution is the simplest thing. How about that? Oh, yeah. bang. Just, yeah. put, just put a little Grandpa, straw in it or something. Grandpa taught me that. Grandpa taught me that 50 years ago. Uh-huh. My, my Thank luck, you, Paul Paul. My luck, hornets would take up and build a nest in it. Yeah, I know. And go, hey, that looks like a good play. Mm-hmm. So is that, oh, look, is that it right there? That's it. Yeah, we were sent this uh, uh, on email. Is and that a said, plastic bag? Yeah, that you put yeah. basically Here's bags a inside a, cl- a plastic bag, and it looks like hornets. And so they you think Sherry Bird just going to look like that? Here's a bad say. thing. That's going to hang on your house. Yeah, yeah, it, it, your it looks like somebody hung their garbage on your gutter. I want y'all to picture Sherry pulling up to the barn. I've got those hanging around. I'm with you on that, Rick. What about an owl? That's what I wanted to do, but Sherry wouldn't let me. Let's go to... Uh, let's go to Esther in Montgomery, Alabama, I-92. Esther, go ahead. Uh, if you're talking to me, I'm not Esther, but uh, is that me you're talking to? Then? Yeah, yeah talking what is your name? For some reason, Stretch thought your name was Esther. I don't know why, but go ahead. Okay. Maybe maybe uh, it was for a time like this. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay. I'm Shelly, but um, Trump came out uh, in a press conference and said chloroquine, uh, an anti-malaria drug, would be a cure a possible cure for the coronavirus. Well, mm. and strong. notice that that ingredient was in their fish tank cleaner. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we covered that story last week. Yeah, we yeah. covered it, and they drank it like a, like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. One of them died, and now this politics on Facebook wanted to blame Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that now, makes a lot of now sense. Now you're right. Now you're right. We, we, we did see that. I, Look, I, you you can't fix stupid. You just can't. Mm-mm. It's been said many times. That ain't Trump's fault. I Where, think the governor of, was in Nevada. He's or if whatever state this happened, he came out and said like that. He's uh, requiring that people don't uh, take the president's advice. He didn't say drink fish no, cleaner. That's no, not what he said. No, and he didn't no, say no. drink the malaria medicine without somebody <laughs> prescribing it to you. Listen, and I, he didn't say it was a cure. He said they had promise. It could be a gift from above. We don't know. They're experimenting with it. I will say I, everything y'all said is absolutely true, but I can't get past that anyone would be this far down the line that this this conversation I'm about to say didn't take place. Hey, I noticed that thing in the malaria drug is in this fish tank cleaner. Where Where is this statement? Well, baby, why don't you call uh, the helpline that's on it or call somebody and ask them if it's safe to drink it? Yeah. Well, how does that not take place? Does, do people really just grab something like that? I mean, I was taking a medication I wasn't supposed to, but I didn't know it. If I yeah, looked down, true. if I looked down and it seen fish tank cleaner, if I'd have looked down and said, "I think I'm gonna drink something," wouldn't you call a number first Especially and ask about it? If it's fish tank cleaner, yeah. How about that? Should have been a flag. This yeah. kind of goes back to what I don't I think drinking for this is exactly. This is part of nature catching up here a little bit. We continue, Pam in Florida. Pam, Sad welcome to, to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. 
Hey, so good morning. Listen, every morning when I first wake up, I put on um, my tune-in radio and I put on Rick and Bubba every morning. Thank you. And so I woke up and there was, there was, it was best of, there was no Rick and Bubba and I was just in a total panic. I said, oh no, what happened? And so I went looking for social media everywhere to see updates on what was happening and Took me about fifteen minutes to realize it was Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we all we've all lost the parameters yep. of what day yeah. it is. I had a guy email yeah. Speedy and myself Saturday morning, panicked the same thing. Why are y'all not doing a live show today? And I said, Man, mm. it's it's Saturday. We normally yeah. don't normally do a show yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. And he's like, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry, I had no idea. Well, you yeah. you lose yeah. all. You know, you if do. you're not on your normal routine, yeah. you don't know what day it is. You're not. Uh, no Hank and Prattville. <laughs> Hank, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Yeah, well, yeah, a while ago, y'all were talking about uh, Joe Diffie, and I, I just wonder if y'all have ever heard that song, Route 5, Box 109. It's it's a great song. Y'all listen to it all the way through, and you'll be crying at the end of it, I promise you. Well, Greg must have heard it on the way in, because when I saw him today, he had tear stains. Yeah. And so it, it's possible that he did. Hadn't heard that one. Um, it's not the tearjerker like John Deere Green, but no, I got you. We continue. John in North Carolina. John, welcome to the program. Go ahead. I figured everybody would feel better today after Chris Wallace interviewed that preacher on Sunday. He said, don't think of things that are bad. Think of things that are good. It was Joel. And when you think of things that are good, the sun will shine, and you'll feel better. (laughs) That's a pretty good. Rick, I was 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 watching that action interview. Did you see it? Also, Rick, a lot of this. If you ever notice his hand, and then you did. And we. mm, (laughs) He does a lot of that. You've got that down. Now, was this before or after the, the. Articles released over the weekend that evangelicals are to blame for coronavirus. Oh, I don't know. Did, did you did, did you, you, did you, did you see, see that? that? Y'all, there was one. How, Go ahead and that? take the calls. We'll talk. About yeah, well, it we're done. Yeah, we'll come back. Okay. Uh, you know, we got we got to talk about what Bubba's going to talk about next, and then we got to talk about what Kirk Herbstreit said. Oh, Ooh. watch it. That's going to be a game changer. Nobody today. panic. So let's just hold that. We'll come back. We'll hear what Bubba's got to say. We'll, we'll unpack what his comment is. We'll dive into that. We'll take your phone calls. We continue to. Try to be a voice of calm and steady. Is there an opportunity today for you to win toilet paper? Maybe. Be paying attention. Bottom of the hour, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Beat Big is our number. All right. MyPillow.com, before we continue our conversations, life in a pandemic, uh, just keep, keep in mind that we will all be telling, Lord willing, our grandkids, oh, oh baby Ella, say he just run around, he don't know what's going on. I watched him on uh, you think FaceTime, baby- and he was just playing like nobody's business. You think Baby Ellis cares about the pandemic right yeah. now? No, he's worried about it. He got that ball, and he was throwing it. I'll tell you he one thing, it. he'll cut that grass, too, I've noticed. Yeah, he loves that plastic lawnmore. Of course, when he gets old enough to do it, he won't yeah, have anything. Exactly. We all went through that. All right, so listen, you know how we always try to make the best of the situation? How about Mike Lindell? He's been a guest on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. He's, you know, He believes in this show. He loves the Rick and Bubba audience and your response to all their products. But uh, they let us know last week that they've hired back some of their recently furloughed workers, and they have converted. Hear this number, Bubba. 
nearly 75% of their production facilities to making masks for hospital workers and other emergency needs. They're hoping to be making around 20000 a day this week and in the weeks ahead. So now's the time for all of us to show the support for this great American company and say thank you in even a bigger way uh, for being there for the country. I mean, you know, think about it. This is a win-win. They had to furlough some workers because demand was down, and plus some of the things you're trying to do to quarantine best you can. Well, now they found a way to bring them back and, and then to make products that our medical teams desperately need uh, so it really is a win-win. Uh, and so if you haven't gotten those those MyPillow products and you've been thinking about it, here's another reason you want to support this great company. First of all, their products are fantastic. But this this is just another reason. You're like, you know what? They're also great Americans. They're also working hard to uh, take care of the people who work there and take care of our, uh, the needs of our, our medical team. So um, maybe, uh, maybe you go and get some stuff from them and you send it to an EMS location. What if these guys, people having to stay overnight, work these long shifts, what if you got some stuff for them as a gift? It would be a great idea. So go to MyPillow.com. You'll see where it says Radio Specials. Use the promo code Bubba, and you'll see great deals on all their incredible products. Um, and, and you also, if you would like to to get uh, you know Mike Lindell's book, you can. You'll get a $25 gift card to use on future orders, plus the entire order will be shipped to you for free if you want to pick up a copy of the book. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Got a great warranty, and use the promo code Bubba there at Radio Specials. All right, so Bubba, what were you going to talk about? Well, there's just some crazy reports out in the media. I tried to find the story I saw this weekend. I wasn't able to find it, but it basically said uh, coronavirus hitting red states at mm-hmm. a harder rate than blue states. Right. And they listed all these states, and they showed if they were a, a Trump state or a Clinton state or whatever, but they were basing it the whole thing on the increase – in the number of reports they're having. What? Well, New York has mammoth, I mean, the majority of them, right? Yes. So, 55%. But, but it's not doubling by 100% every day. No. You know, so their mm. their doubling numbers were, were not that high, but they went to like, you know, <laughs> they went to like some other state that had two cases and they went to four. Oh, it went up 100%. 100%. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, you got to be kidding they me. Got that, four. That is, that's the math you're basing this whole premise on? I so believe Yeah, as this thing doesn't know blue and red, it's it's I probably actually going to affect blue states more because it's more the people. bigger cities. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got California. But it doesn't matter. We're Americans right now. We're trying to win a war on, on a pandemic that we haven't had in 100 years. Right. Nobody, look, nobody prepared for it. Nobody saw it coming. wasn't Trump's fault. wasn't De Blasio's fault. wasn't Cuomo. wasn't anybody. We're doing all we can do. That's all we can do. Yep. Did, you, did you see where they and, and people who are being critical right now ain't helping the situation. Right. And I think that's what Trump has tried to say to some of these reporters that keep asking these asinine questions. Mr. President, will you guarantee everybody that needs a ventilator will have a ventilator? What's he going to say? See, they want to, they, they're trying to put you in <laughs> yeah. Look, we're and he'll say, this is what we're doing. We're trying. We got GM. We got Ford. They're building ventilators. We got Mike Lindell making uh, face masks. We got all kind of companies doing this. 3M's running around the clock. Blah, right, blah, right, blah. right. We're doing all we can. It's just like in World War II. You remember when the the famous Japanese general said, I fear we have woke the yes, sleeping giant? Yes, exactly, yes. 
once we get all this production going, we're going to turn out volumes. People are going to go, my gosh, how are they doing that? Right. We're going to ventilate the world when it's done. But it takes time to get this thing started. No one exactly. could sit around with 40,000. 40,000 is not enough. New York needs 300,000 ventilators. You can't, you can't store that kind of stuff. That's right. And nobody did. There's no governor out there, Republican, Democrat, commie, conservative, whatever you want in the middle, that when they're having resources for school, for roads, for all this stuff, could plan on a pandemic. No. No. So being critical right now does not help. Do you – everybody, well, we need to be critical. We need to hold everybody – you're really not helping the situation. We need to be on the same team pushing forward right now. There'll be plenty of time for you to rip – your politician, you don't like a part. There'll be plenty of time for that. Hopefully, you'll be around for it. So we were mentioning some of these crazy articles, and we mentioned this one in passing. And, and I understand the New York Times has tried to go back and change the title now, but this was when it was still the title that it was over the weekend, to, to Bubba's point. The religious rights hostility to science is crippling our, our coronavirus response. Oh, my goodness. Evangelicals have paid the way to the hell that we are now in. Now, how, how exactly are we drawing that conclusion? Here it is. Trump's response to the, to the pandemic has been haunted by the science denialism of his ultra-conservative religious allies. Now, what, what does that mean exactly? Well, how did, how that, are you, what's your facts for saying yeah, that? For some reason, they think if you have a biblical worldview and, you, you, and Trump has allowed himself to be influenced by evangelicals, that you deny climate change, you deny all this, and I guess they that think, ain't got nothing to do with this issue. Yeah, I think that I don't know how they're tying that together. Now they now do, they will when it's all over. Yeah. Get ready for that. Well, mm-hmm. and you know, God forbid there actually be journalism, but <laughs> they're they're conveniently they're they're grabbing a few people that we disagree with, by the way, and most evangelicals disagree with that are meeting anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the so, guy, okay, so I, I see what you're saying. How, how many churches are in the U.S.? Do you know? Oh, ballpark. Bubba. Ballpark. Give me a ballpark. No idea. Just wild I don't even, guess. I don't even know where to begin. Wild guess. I, w- I would say that there are... 100,000? Uh, probably more than that. Yeah, it's according to where you are. You know, in the Bible, well... Belt, across the whole country. Yeah. We, we, uh, who knows? I have no idea. Well, let's just use uh, a figure. Let's say half a million. Okay. okay. All right. Out of a half a million, you probably have three that have said they're going to meet no matter what. Exactly. Three. Right. And, and they're Good idiots. Point. And okay. the others disagree with them. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Look, we're we're not caving in by following public health. As a matter of fact, we're following the science. Yeah. We're following yeah. the science. We're being good citizens. Okay? Now, there's a point where people are going to go, ah, we don't have to look at this. We're fine till April the 30th. Right. Stay the course. Yeah. All, right. All right. Somebody give, get, your right, ca- Greg? get your calculator. Right, you got your calculator ready? <laughs> They time. say in the United States of America, there's about 60 different denominations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they're doing an average 45,000 churches per denomination. Good so man. 60 times 45. 2.7 million. <laughs> so uh, so, lot. Lot so out of 2.7 million, we have three that's, that's refusing yeah. <laughs> not to meet. Right. <laughs> and, and one of them was a drive through and they shut that down. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Where, where the guy was up on the roof with a loudspeaker. Now, they do say that there are some tiny, <laughs> tiny rural yeah. churches yeah, that, don't, that are in areas where there are hardly any cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's 19 states that have less than 100 cases. Yeah. And they said some of those in the tiny areas have continued, but there's no coronavirus in their community. Yeah. So, the, Rick, there's some, communities, there's some no. communities that nothing has changed right. that are farming, 
that are out, like you said, that's very family oriented. Mm-hmm. That, that nothing's changed because they they don't they don't interact with the the rest of the world. But much. for them to say that somehow a a biblical worldview means you weren't prepared for coronavirus, no, <laughs> and so and trying to say that a handful of because really honestly. The largest churches in our country are doing everything high tech. They're not gathering. No, no. And, and they're and they're and they're not selling out or showing a lack of faith. They are following Romans thirteen, which is be good citizens. And a lot of them have you been know, using their parking lot to to have uh, yeah, corona right. testing done on the drive through. But but remember this when these kind of right? when these kind of headlines happen. Go Old Testament on here. But but remember though, you got to pay attention. All of this is revolving around something that has started. And and what I what I think we all, unless we're just delusional, our country is in a post Christian era. Mm-hmm. Okay, that we don't we don't even remotely resemble a Christian nation anymore. Not even remotely. So we're a post Christian country. If we were ever one to begin with, I know that there's been debate about that. We certainly aren't now. And so there's been this move, as predicted and 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 foretold by Jesus Himself in the study we're doing now on the Gospel of John, and we just finished Him talking about it. That there's that you will see all of you become vilified because of the disdain for me, mm-hmm. and we're seeing in our country. It's happened other places, but if you're looking at our country right now and paying attention, these headlines will be another example. There was a time when the church in America was considered to be the solution, the answer. It is slowly but surely, as prophesied, is becoming the problem. They, they, those people are a problem. They're not an asset. They're a problem, and they should be vilified, and they should be dealt with because we could all have a better society if they could get over themselves like the rest of us have. We've gotten over this biblical stuff. We've gotten over this God stuff. We certainly don't believe that somebody came here and died on the cross and rose from the dead and, and did all these things, and these backwards people that still believe that, we ought to be embarrassed of them, and they, they're they problematic for our society, unable to move forward. And look, Bubba, they've even caused coronavirus. I know. Now, I don't know how that how you make that case, but you've got to leave out a lot of facts, as we've just mentioned. But, but but pay attention. Look, we're laughing at the story, rightfully so, but pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. We'll be back. What's up? 14 minutes to the top of the hour. Uh, we'll talk about something that Kirk Herbstreet's in. Oh, boy. He said it. Bubba, said it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, we're back. All right. Kirk, Curb Street said it. And um, I don't know during our time, we're trying to keep everybody calm and telling nobody to panic. This was wise. Kirk, I understand you having these thoughts, and I know that ESPN is starving uh, for entertainment, I mean, for, for anything to talk about and cover. Oh, boy. And, uh, but, buddy, you, you just can't roll this this out there. I mean, there, there's going to be sheer panic across the country because now 
there's discussion of something that our country really cares about, and that is American football. Mm-hmm. In fairness to him, he was doing an interview Kirk. and was asked a question, and he just simply answered it to based off what he thought was pretty logical thinking. Look, I think we all would. Look, it's one thing to say we can't play basketball. Yeah. It's another thing to say we can't play baseball. Yeah, I, I we're, know. T- we're talking about American football. Yeah. Here. We're, ta- we're talking about gigantic coliseums where people plan their entire lives around. Yep. Yes. And, and now for someone to even remotely mention, because I'm telling you, most sports fans, the only way, it's almost like ventilator. Their ventilator is football season. Yeah. And they think if, I, if, if football season, they'll still be here. And that's what's keeping me breathing. Okay. Well, they're going to die, probably. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, good. let's just say it's not <laughs> looking shortage. good for those folks. If we're being honest, guys, all Kirk Herbstreit says Street is this. Said it. He said, "I mean, I don't not word for word, but what he said." And then he got into a debate with Larry the Cable Guy on Twitter. Not a debate, but <laughs> that's hilarious. Larry, funny. Larry basically said, "Hey, you're scaring everybody." And he said, "I'm just basing this off logic." We can't pack out 60,000, 90,000 seat stadiums. He even mentioned a hundred thousand. And and well, that's not the, the point. Mean, the point is, you can't do that that's a big house. if you don't have a vaccine in place. And everybody is saying the vaccine's not going to be here for 12 to 18 months. <sighs> and I hate to break it to everybody, and, and I'm mm-hmm. having a hard time with this truth, mm-hmm. with this too. Life as we knew it three weeks ago is gone. No, it is. Completely. Mm-hmm. We're not going to ever have that back. It's the new normal. And here comes here comes the quotes. <laughs> right, like we, that. We have How the many times you heard that? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He says... He doesn't see the coronavirus situation any better by August when teams begin fall practice. Uh, this is Kirk Herbstreet. I'll be shocked if we have NFL football this fall. If we have college football, I'll be so surprised if that happens. My rationale is what uh, Helmsy just said. A vaccine will not be in circulation for at least another year, and coaches and officials would not want a locker room full of sick players, much less stadiums that hold up to 100,000 people spreading the virus. Yeah, I heard an interview. Okay, he's over, got a good point. Yeah, he, he, we he might really, need those players really all to be with DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guess who's working for him now? I know. Okay, hey, putting in seven days a week. Our consultant in Louisville. Yeah, well, he's got to do something. That's right. <laughs> he, it's he, funny. He also. By makes, the way, they, they do a good you, job. How about you titled him? How about how about this? He he also makes a living off what. People gathering. Yeah. Yes, yes he, he does. does. Yes, yes, he does. Sure. He's got a lot of free time to now. No games to go to. I heard an interview with Mark Cuban over the weekend, and he was talking about the, the sports spectrum in general. From No college the, football. You heard it NBA, first here. Does the NBA complete their season? He said if they do. It was very interesting how they were really digging into the details, and he, he was talking about the NBA has the power to go and test every single person. And if they get everybody back negative, then they could play in front of no one. Just go play in empty arenas. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have to think about, okay, well, what about the hotspots like New York and California where these are the big market teams? Do they right. go like to places like Birmingham, Alabama, where it's not as bad, or wherever and play? But what about all the people who have to be great, part of the team? It was, some great, it was some great back and forth. And he even said, he said, I do, he says, Mark Cuban believes there will be NFL, but there will be no crowds. And there may even be a model where you have one out of 20 seat filled. So they space everybody out. Instead of selling 100,000 tickets to the game, you're selling 20,000 so tickets. So what yeah, they're they saying – They still got to go so, through the gate. They still got to go to the bathroom. They do. They do. You know, but, and it's just – you wonder if, like what he's saying, what others will do that push things back to September. Like, 
Kentucky Derby's been pushed to September. French Open tournament was pushed to September. Everything's been pushed to September. Yeah, Yeah. everything's been pushed to September, but you just wonder, to Helmsy's point, well, then they look at it then and go, well, now we can't do it then. Really, you got to ask the question, will we we go back to gathering when there's a vaccine? Well, I was going back to this. And if that's the case, we're in this for a long haul. If that's not the case, then then I don't know when it is. That's my counterpoint. So is what he's saying is we cannot continue what we're doing now much longer than April 30th. And April 30th may be too late. Some places will not recover from that. Right. Okay? But but we don't have a choice right now, and I agree with what we're doing. But if you're what what they're saying is yes, life will return to somewhat normal. But until a vaccine comes, we still won't pack people in crowds Correct. of this size. Right, right. We're going to go back to life and start working and have businesses operate. Yes. People practice social distancing. But that's you it. can't – you won't ever be ready by the fall to these kinds of yeah. guys. Correct. Is oh, that, well, is that exa- accurate? That's can, exactly. And I can, think that's a safe assumption. Can, can I give point. you good news on it, though? The, I think a lot of these vaccine things we're hearing are like the absolute worst-case scenario. And that's what they have to tell people, and I got that. But if you heard Foshi the other day – and somebody said it's I just, Fauci. Well, they told me I'm supposed to say it's W O F O W. But anyway, you know who I'm talking about. We know you're talking about. He said they're they're <laughs> testing about seven different vaccines right now, and he said there's three of them looks very promising. Okay, they're already manufacturing them in big doses, not even knowing if they work yet or not. And he's saying we're just getting a jump start. We have to throw them all in the garbage, start over. So so mm-hmm. be it. But if they work. We've, we're already going to have a big jump start on getting a manufacturer. Now, keep in mind, too, everybody in the country will not get vaccinated at one time, but everybody won't need to because a lot of people are going to have the antibodies who's already been exposed to it. So they will get the ones who have not first, then they'll work their way back. They'll do older first. They'll do people in big cities first. So there'll be a step up to this. I don't think you're going to have to say it'll be 18 months before we'll be no, able I don't to do either. anything. I don't no, no, that's the not, good news. I'm trying anything. to give you a little good no. news yeah. on that. No, I hate agree guys, with that. I hate, yeah. I, this, is what, this is the reality. <laughs> football season is a few months away. We're not talking about twelve to eighteen months. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get our economy going again, but that doesn't yeah. mean football. But Thank what you. if they have a quick test to check to see if you have the antibodies? They can be at the gate and check you, and you get to go in if you got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying they can do it. We'll no. do it. We're America, baby. Yeah, we'll have a revolution. We're gonna save our season one way or the other. We'll have a revolution if you don't have football. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. In the sand, in the back of a bar, cold beer in your hand. Breaking lies, breaking books when we're rolling down the street. It's turning all day when they see you with me. I'm thinking everybody. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It's another hour of the Rick and Bubba show, and the gang's all here. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy Adler is uh, operating from home. Stretch Armstrong, our Rick and Bubba University student. The voice of calm in a time of chaos. The Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how you doing? Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. We are your pandemic station, your so- social separation connection. Almost Easy. said it. Hey, let me ask y'all a question. Almost. Right. We're talking about big sporting leagues and seasons. Y'all ain't thought about Ice Cube's three-on-three league. 
No, is it canceled or is it back? I didn't oh, know he had that's a good point. You remember Ice Cube had that three on three basketball league I think last out. year? Me had a bunch of retired, oh, retired players yeah, out. That was good. I got you don't know. I don't know why Ice Cube came up with it. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking starting this. You know, we just heard. You know, Kirk Herbstreit says he's not nothing. sure. He doesn't think we're gonna have college football. Hmm. Uh, no matter what happens, and you know, then now panic has broke out. You know, yeah. th- that'll get us to a cure pretty quickly. <laughs> and uh, for people to think that might be taken away, um, you know, I. If it could be the end of soccer, maybe this coronavirus has done some good. <laughs> the, uh, well, you have to look for positives. Yeah. And if we're going to wipe out sports, but let, I want you all to think about this for a minute. Okay, so let, let's look at the world we're living in now. Zoom is huge. Everybody's learned how to do things. Church is online. Uh, people even figure out how to do their Bible studies online and interact with each other. Um, you know, all that's happening. I just I thought to myself like Bub and I were talking about you know we've we've worked with and have a good relationship with the Premier Speakers Bureau, so I was just checking on them saying you know we're praying about it and they said yeah we've had over four hundred cancellations and postponements of events. Hello, uh, I mean that's that's their business mm-hmm. as speakers going out and doing events and and all that. Are we gonna could we possibly move because everybody has to adapt? I mean can you I mean could we get to a point where you said okay. We're, we're, would premier speakers like shift? You would go and say, "Hey, I want Mac John Maxwell to speak," but I know we can't gather in big gatherings. It's all electronic for, for whatever. Yeah. My my bunch is all going to be on here, and mm-hmm. I know he's doing that right yeah, now. I was going to say he did that last week. But, he had like four summits coming up, and he just decided, "Well, I'm just going to do yeah. this online for everybody." We we're leadership doing summit. we're doing the Wednesday Bible study online. Is right. there going to come a time if you have a speaker coming? That speaker just streams to you, yeah, and then yeah, people watch so. it. Watch it at home, just like we're doing yeah. church and premier speakers. All they do now is book you the speaker you want. Yeah, and very, so. I think it's very possible short term. And like, sure. like you're talking about watching a football game, but nobody's there. Yeah. But you're all watching at home, watching. Con- what are we do? What are the musicians doing right now? Because they can't stand it. No, mm-hmm. they're going to perform. They're, they're picking up their guitars and pianos and everything. What are they doing? They sing it to us from their house, mm-hmm. and we're all watching if we want to. I mean, there's tons of that going on. No, I said this last segment, and and I I'm, I'm not fear by any means. I'm just saying we're gonna have to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. Life. I know this is a statement that people wear. Life as we knew it is over, completely. April 30th, it's not going to be back to normal. Mm-hmm. August 30th, it's not going to be back to normal. We're going to have to be realistic on – I mean, LeBron James is still kind of wearing the flag that I'm not playing in front of uh, somebody. I want to play in front of crowds. Well, LeBron, I hate to break to you, buddy. For a while, if you want to get on the court and play basketball, you're going to have to do it without an audience watching you, I, unless it's on TV. Bubba has it. I have it. Speedy, you have it. Um, I'm sitting here watching my kids – I mean, I, I I come home. You know what they say? I, I, where are the kids? Oh, they're they're in their room uh, at school. What? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, they got they're doing a class right now. They're doing this. That, right. They're just sitting there on the computer. So now, for some of y'all don't know how to act, I got bad news for y'all. Mm-hmm. Your parents are learning that if you don't know how to act, but they still want you to get a college degree, you can get it from home. Yes. Yeah. So and you're like, well, man, I want to go down. Yeah, but if you don't know how to act, now your parents have got another thing they can hold over here. Oh, yeah. You know, you say, well, you want me to have a college degree, don't you? Well, yeah, you just get it home because you don't know how to act. We yeah. talked a little bit about this. You know, I'm this. talking about even return back to normal. You don't know how to act, so you're well, no, getting it at home. Rick, we talked a little bit about this in the kickoff <laughs> hour. We're developing behaviors right now. Yeah. We're forced to do things that have been out there that many people wouldn't do just because they didn't want to change their ways. Well, now they're having to, and this is one of them. There's yeah. going to be many of kids decide through this process and their parents you know what? I don't really want to go back to campus. I can do it right here. Right. Well, yeah. I just had a bad thought too. What if God is teaching us this to prepare us for something worse? 
I know. Mm. We're learning right well, now. Yeah. I'm He's sorry always I said teaching. That. Yeah. I hope he, it's just spiritual thing. Yeah, but yeah, you know, back to your your comment on football, Rick uh, and Helms. Greg, I'm learning how to get Denver hooked up. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would have done that any other way. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Greg big, is the concerned big, now. Playing to an empty stadium is one thing, but the, w- when you get to these sports that are real physical that require multiple people, the the problem is going to be screening those that are actually no, in the there's game. There's still a lot of people I mean? involved in team sports, yep. even right. if you don't have a crowd. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of people. Right. I mean, I think there's some sports uh, that you might could work around it. It's not. It won't be easy, but like golf, for instance. I mean, there could be no gallery. And the caddy have to be. By the way, I'm know, watching. We, I'm, we no went touch, by. Got, how no you doing can't touch the flag. I'm really yeah. surprised that they haven't done that yet. I'm really surprised that we haven't seen a live tennis match between two people that we know that are not positive with the virus. Just watching it on TV. But aren't they touching the same ball? Well, they are. But if they're not positive, what's it matter? Right. You're saying them tested. I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. If yeah. You, you get everybody tested that's going mm-hmm. that does not have it and right. they go to this event, you could do it with golf. You could, you could do Tiger and to Phil Bubba's against point, each other. Now, to Bubba's yeah. point, even to the team sport, because Bubba made the point, very big undertaking to have to screen 110,000 people. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, and two teams. Yes. Right. And two staffs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's not that big of a thing to say, get your team lined up. You remember when you used to do Little League? And they used to have where everybody had to weigh in every game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you're, of course, people would cheat. You'd see players walking out of the woods with their, <laughs> their stuff on. But, but I'm talking about they would line up the team and screen them mm-hmm. to play the game. You could do that and it not be that big of an undertaking. Right. You yeah. could take a team and say, all right, your, your DB just tested positive so your team can't play. Yeah. You know, or something like yeah. that. Or if everybody tests negative, then this team comes on the field and here's the ones that tested negative. They come on the field. And then you don't have to worry about the stadium. I mean, could we find ourselves, and I hate to go Hunger Games here, I mean, could we find ourselves, seriously, sitting around saying, well, let me tell you how it used to be. We used to have these big stadiums, and we would pack out and watch these games. It wasn't like y'all do it. The way we did it, we'd actually go to a game. What? Yeah. How dangerous is that? Well, it really wasn't dangerous until, you know, the pandemic of 2020. 2020. And then the pandemic of 2020 taught us all to watch things virtually. And that's y'all's norm. But your your granddaddy remembers I used to actually go to a stadium Mm -hmm. and we'd stay outside and we'd eat and we'd do what? Oh, yeah. It's not like like right now where you just got nachos you made in there in the kitchen. (laughs) We used to actually go to these stadiums and hang out in big crowds. Big crowds, granddaddy? Big crowds. And Rick, people walked around and sold peanuts. Right. (laughs) All right, let me ask you a question. And y'all would touch them? We would. (laughs) So, we'd say, (laughs) right here. Here you go. So TV could get their advertising dollars, kind of like NASCAR's doing mm-hmm. with their virtual uh, races and stuff. Right? Could there be like a Madden type setup where in the NFL or college you tune in to watch two teams play with current rosters, but somebody's playing for them? Well, Speedy, we, I mean, we, you know what I'm saying? Think about it. But we, no players. Hey, we, what, are, what about the Jetsons, where they played with robots? Yeah, <laughs> you know, no. That's that, well, no, that's, and, I, and I will say this: we just this. had virtual racing, guys. And, and I'm gonna tell you, really had guys, because we've just been fasting. Granddaddy, did y'all have like human beings playing? We did. It wasn't robots. <laughs> they were real people out there. We had real cars. But racing. how did they keep from getting sick, Granddaddy? <laughs> it was different then. That's before the pandemic of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and to Bubba's point, <laughs> I, I thought this whole eye racing thing was silly and stupid, and I got caught up in it this weekend because it was the only thing out there. Yeah. It looked realistic. You had guys actually driving video games in their living rooms and bedrooms it was a very very How funny was it that jimmy johnson couldn't get online i know <laughs> i know i know but let me tell you After all the and then they said one too many and then they said he kept crashing everybody couldn't do it real good <laughs> but you go back to this do you hear denny hamlin say that he did just as many interviews winning the virtual race as he did oh. when he won a real race yeah That's people were crazy. still doing interviews and everything. Yeah. 
Tell me how you want it. What was right. your strategy? They better look out because think about it. It's better for the environment doing it this way. Oh, so hey, we oh. might just do it all the time. Now we're going green, Gregory. We're really green on that. Paul, Paul, tell us about the SEC. Granddad, tell me about the good old days. Tailgate, Granddaddy, what was that? <laughs> we'll come back and take your phone calls. It was when a mob of people shared food. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba Rick. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Yeah, we'll be telling our grandkids, Lord willing, if we're allowed to talk to them about the good old days when people gathered together in groups, ate food right off each other's plates, went to see actually artists in person. Used to hear people speak in a room. Didn't see so. Covers really fall in love to stay. <laughs> so, it's, uh, yep. Just think of all the things that we would be able to tell them about. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the phones we go, Madison, Alabama. Uh, John standing by. John, how you doing, buddy? I'm great. How y'all making it? Fantastic. Listen, a couple of quick things. First, uh, public TV is not carrying the president's address. In the, of the nation in a time of crisis, that's public TV you'd think they would be doing there. If you don't have cable or uh, uh, Internet, you you really can't get his full address. Number two, in response to what y'all said earlier about um, fundamentalists or whatever being anti-science, most of the founders of the modern uh, science were creationists, Bible-believing creationists. That's all I had to say. Listen, appreciate y'all's positive attitude. We're gonna get through this thing together. Sure, no doubt. You're right. right. And they, the, the early, many of the early scientists believed that uh, that God was who He says He says He is, and they were looking for how He revealed Himself in creation and studied how it was done and how what we could find. That's why we have the laws of science. They were given by the lawgiver. Right. So yep. you're right on that. And as far as PBS, I, I got a real bad taste in my mouth that PBS is going to tell us what to do, but yet takes money away from loots money from taxpayers. Yeah. If you're going to loot money from us in a time of disaster to to, to pad uh, so you can survive, then you're supposed to be a public broadcast system. Then you're supposed to be broadcasting the needs of the public, right? You mm-hmm. think? I mean, if not, then you're not going to loot me on my tax dollars. I'll tell you that, Mister PBS. <laughs> You can have a Coke and a smile, and you and Big Bird can hit the road. <laughs> we Take can, the letter E. <laughs> let's go to Charlie <laughs> in Fort Payne. In Fort Payne, Alabama. Go ahead, Charlie. Hello. Hey. Hey, Charlie. This is Charlie at Fort Payne. Yeah, I was listening to Facebook the other day. This guy named Kent Christmas, a rock preacher, a rock church preacher. And he's telling about the end time. And this program was uh, taped about uh, three or four months ago. And he tells what's all this stuff is coming on to the earth. Have you heard anything about it? Well, we, we said the other day, I mean, every day is a step closer to the end times, and all these things are things we should see 
and a fallen creation that is groaning and waiting for redemption and refinement, getting down into date lines and timelines and, you know, uh, you know, it, it, certainly you can take these things and, and tie it to any catastrophic moment like this, you know, but um, I'm sure people felt the same way in the 1600s oh, yeah. uh, when people were dying by the millions over a plague, and that was the 1600s. If you were living in that time, would you not have said, these are the end times? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I wouldn't get, get too caught up in that. I would get caught up in what Jesus wanted us to be caught up in. What's going to happen to you today if he returns or you die? Yeah, I think I think the important thing, we know we're 2,000 years closer than sure. we were. We can always argue that. No doubt. I think it, right now, personally, I'm saying, God, what do you want me to learn from Amen. this? Amen. W- what do I need to learn? Perfect. Not the president, not the Democrats. Not What do I need to learn? 100%. I need to ch- ch- change, and you got my attention. Now teach me. Amen. No doubt about it. That's exactly what this yeah, all about. I think so. Uh, we continue Chester in the great state of Alabama. Chester, go ahead. Yeah, we're God-fearing family. I appreciate you guys for serving the Lord. Thank we're you. also an SEC family. Still paying Auburn for my wife's education, but we love Nick Saban. Wow. The big serious, biggest serious question is, since the SEC football might be interrupted, will Vandy step up their game to come up with a virus, I mean, a, a vaccine by August, or will they just stay out of the pictures just so they don't get embarrassed again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I've heard some Vandy fans making the joke: if they cancel the season, right, it's still the same dust. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you this: no big deal. Little Vandy can sit on their haunches all they want to, but Saban will find a cure. <laughs> Rev Tide. Saban ain't going to let the Tide not play this fall. Satan himself will find a cure. Stand by. <laughs> Who do we credit with stopping the pandemic of 2020? Why, Dick Saban? Rev Tide. We continue. Mike in Alabama. Mike, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing, Big Jim Bubba? Hey, Great. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or what, but I just want to let y'all know that there have been 699 cases of COVID-19 that has been, as of yesterday, that have been treated with hydrochloroquine, which is the malaria drug, right? coupled with zinc, coupled with the z pack with 699 successful cases of cure. One was in Chipley, Florida. Just a few days ago, he called the radio station yesterday, and I heard it. And within 10 hours, he was feeling better. Within two days, he walked out the hospital and went home. Let well, me ask you well, this. How, so, how, yeah. si- how sick was he before he got the medicine? Or how long he, did he, he have it? Pre- he had been sick for about a week, he said. Uh, his immune system was fighting it. He went to the doctor, and the doctor did the test on him. The next day, told him he had the uh, coronavirus, and he started him on that. And he said within ten hours, he was actually feeling better. And within two days, he went home. Well, I, and and look, I'm hopeful that that yeah. is the case. That it's at least helping. Yeah. But here, here's the problem. But this thing, it's going to run a course anyway. So if you're seven days into it, or what do you say, ten, yeah. seven, what seven. Yeah. he may have got better without it. Yeah. We don't know. I know. I See, have, that's why they got to have a controlled test. But it, look, we're in a pandemic, and this is basically what Trump was saying: shoot the half court shot. We got nothing to lose on yeah. some of this stuff because mm-hmm. we've got it. It's on the shelf. There are some minor 
uh, health issues with it, but not major. It's been widely prescribed since the 1950s. Give it a shot. It won't hurt anything other than sitting there going, well, gosh, hope it gets better. Anything we can do, to your point, anything we can do that starts getting any group of people better, mm-hmm. it, 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 gets, it takes our timeline and shortens it. Yeah. You know, and if you if you can, we can get to the point and go. You got it. Here's what you need. Five days, you're back. Uh, you've already gotten it. You're not going to get it again. And then the whole time, keep working on that vaccine. If we can get to the point where somebody gets it, here's what we do, and then you're back in the game. Any of those type things shorten the timeline. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Danny in Kentucky. Danny, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to comment on what you talk about the science and everything. And I go back to one thing, and I, I don't know whether you agree with me or not, but this is what my philosophy is according to what the Bible says. I think when Israel became a nation in 1948, I think that was starting of the end times then because he, the disciples plainly asked Jesus, when should we see the return the signs of the return of, the man, of, of you? And he said, when the fig tree bloometh again, I think he was talking about a, 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 uh, Israel becoming a nation again. That generation should not pass till they see these things to come. And I think this is just part of God's plan. It's been in creation all the way through. And that's my philosophy according to what the Bible says about these things. Locusts, pestilence, all this stuff is just part of God's plan. Thank you. Yeah, well, and all that's true. It's just when people start trying to get real specific about that, you got a lot of problems. Because, first of all, you got to assume that God himself keeps time the exact same way we're keeping and, and there's a debate about what, on, a, gen- on specific. About what a generation is. You yeah. know, for a long time we thought it was 49 years. We've passed that. Now, now what do you do with it? We'll be back. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Your voice of reason during times of chaos. Thank you for being with us. SimplySaveBubba.com. Let me tell you something. You talk about, look, at nobody wants to get nutty here, but you, security right now on your, your property and the things that belong to you, people don't know how to act. People start panicking a little bit, which we should not be doing. Uh, should be wise, should be smart. But right now, security systems are... They're easy, they're inexpensive, and they work fantastic. And SimplySafeBubba.com, way out ahead of everybody else, changing the whole industry with their 24-7 burglar-busting protection. Now, Rick, how do I get one? Simple. Go to SimplySafeBubba.com. We'll give you a 60-day money-back guarantee and free shipping. That's SimplySafeBubba.com. The link is also at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. You install it yourself. So there's no intrusion. There's no expenses involved in it being installed. Uh, you then get monitored 24-7 for le- about $15 a month, not in a contract, no upgrades, no hidden fees, okay? And then the system itself can be customized with all the bells and whistles that, feed, uh, that fit the needs of your property. And, and they, they work so much more efficient. When was the last time an old school alarm went off and you thought anything happened? Guys, I've watched up here at this place. I mean, the alarm has gone off about three times in the last three weeks, and not one person thought anything was going on. Not one. So uh, with a simplysafebubba.com, we've got the video confirmation. See, You can see exactly what's going on. Uh, you, can, you can immediately know if you really had a break-in. So get yours now at simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. 
All right, Bubba, these things I'm about to mention, <clears throat> these updates uh, from over the weekend and last week, I want you to imagine that if we were in a pandemic, and we did have the H1N1 with Obama. Now, you were not. I really didn't even know much was going on then, did you? What was that, 2009, I think? Do I remember yeah, really. I mean, I remember we put a flyer sure up cared. about it, but I didn't. But remember this. Nothing slowed down. Really. Thousand people. Thousand people were dead before mm. we declared a national emergency. A thousand. Over a thousand were already dead. Not one person, and rightfully so, by the way, not one person was critical of Obama. Well, you weren't allowed to be. But the, and how about nobody should have been because he was doing what he thought was right at the yeah. time and and all this and H one N one we at least had some history with and we we did the best we could with it and and we had a loss of life and we did not shut down why because it wasn't as contagious and we knew how to treat it yeah which I understand that can you imagine if Barack Obama was president today if President Obama was in this pandemic. Would you be allowed to say one negative thing? I don't think you should, by the way. I don't think you should be saying anything. If he was right now saying, never been through this before, never seen this virus before, as Greg said, he didn't He didn't stockpile a bunch of masks and stuff for any future pandemics, did he? Yeah. No, he didn't. And you know why? Because he didn't expect this. I don't blame him for that. No. But now the stuff that's being said about this administration is unbelievable in this time of pandemic. As Bubba has said, rightfully so, when we get to the other side, we can go back and sit there and armchair quarterback and be critical or positive about the good, the bad, the ugly. Yep. But when we're in the middle of this and it's all coming at us one at a time, there's never been this type of vicious attack of a president during a time where the whole country is under duress and we're going through something, some kind of tragedy, some, some kind of pandemic, some kind of attack, you name it, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But President Trump is getting hit hard. And people are starting to say, what, what, what is the deal here? So Chuck Todd mm-hmm. uh, asked Biden if Trump has blood on his hands for <laughs> delaying the coronavirus response. Here, here it is. Courtesy of NBC. NBC. You know, your campaign put out your, in a critique of, of President Trump and says if he doesn't do these things, you know, he could, he could cost lives. Do you think there's already, do you think there is blood on the president's hands considering the slow response? Or is that too, too harsh of a criticism? I think that's a little too harsh. I think what's happening is the failure to, as I watched a, a prelim to your show, where someone said that uh, made made the phrase use the phrase that uh, the president just thinks out loud. He should stop thinking out loud and start thinking deeply. He should start listening to the scientists before he speaks. He should listen to the health experts. He should listen to his economists. He should, for example, the United States Congress passed a significant piece of legislation. Right, that, that is, yeah, it's, it's wrapping up here, but that's that's about it. Even Joe wouldn't take that bait. Yeah, yeah. No. So yeah, Chuck, that is too hard. Everybody's saying to Chuck Chad that that's over the line. Blood on his hands. Can you imagine? Can you even remotely imagine? Uh, and I know he's struggling right now, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity. If any of these people, let's say, let's just take Trump out and let's put Barack Obama in right now, okay? If one of them would have said, well, I'll tell you, Obama's slow response. He's got blood on his hands. Can you, <laughs> people, they'd be crying. That woman that screamed when, when Trump yeah. was being sworn oh, yeah. in, yeah. she'd be yeah. screaming. Everybody would be screaming, racism is back, uh, KKK, white supremacy. They, they would just be the biggest meltdown. And you know what I would say to anybody who would say that about President Obama? That's over the line. Yeah. That, 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 hey, whoever's sitting here right now, it's a it's a whole new game, and they're trying to do the best they can do with the game. Let's wait till it's over, and then we can look back. 
And um, and then you have those that will come out and say stopping the travel from China and from Europe when he did saved a lot. Oh, you, yeah. you hear that, too, and yeah. then you hear this going that he waited too late and there's blood on his hands. You know. know what I'm saying? It just depends on who, who's talking. Right. Yeah. Well, Fauci, or however you say it, he said he said <laughs> that Trump <laughs> saved lives by stopping the, tr- the travel from China. Yeah. And when, when Trump did it, he was being called a xenophobe. Mm-hmm. Okay, racist, all this oh, other stuff yeah. by the media. He jumped on that early. And, I, and again, you, pandemic by definition means you can't plan for it. Right. Well, <laughs> let, let me let me go back to this again. When it says NBC's Chuck Todd is under fire, that means Fox News and and conservative radio <laughs> is mad about it. Yeah, right. They're they're I want you to know when I say under fire, that doesn't mean anybody other no. than conservative <laughs> talk radio or Fox right. News. Rachel Maddow did not call him out. No, she I didn't. promise you that. And no one's calling out Hillary Clinton other than the things I just mentioned. Hillary Clinton with a tweet mm-hmm. over the weekend as uh, we had the most cases. You know, if you can't really, and we'll get to this with Mark Rubio in a minute. I'm not sure you can say America has more cases than China because a communist government is not going to give you any yeah. number that they don't want to give you. Yeah, yeah. We, you, we don't really know you, how you're many not, You're have. not going to get yeah. a real number out of China, period. No. So, so you really can't compare us to China, and Rubio talks about this in a minute because it grotesque to do the comparison, but Hillary Clinton puts out on Twitter, well, he promised that America would be first. See, that, that's about his – During this. That, that's from the woman's, the world's smartest woman. That's mm-hmm. not a very good – it's not very. That's smart. not very nice. She's it? getting hammered to, about it too. Well, that means from Fox News or conservative talk radio, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean on social media, there's some people right. eating her. Up. Well, yeah. yeah. You know why? Because that Tom from Georgia says <laughs> <laughs> because that's a, that's a who in the world can you imagine? I'm gonna go back again. Can you imagine if any human being in the world, and they shouldn't have done it, would have said. Well, Obama promised that America would be first. <laughs> oh, really? if, if it was just just take out Trump's name and put Obama's name in there and compare. How does Hillary Clinton? That's no class. No, I of mean, all it, times to do it. Well, it goes back to the end. They hate him more than they care about us. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's Good it. Point. Marco Rubio to the point I just made. Call reporting on the U.S. exceeding China and coronavirus cases grotesque, and 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 he's making the same point that we would is that the when China gives their self-provided data, you can't put anything in no. there. I mean, it's a communist country. They're not going to tell us how many people they actually have because you know why? Let me tell you what they hate. Number one, they're communists. Mm-hmm. Number two, no offense, they're Asian, which means they, they don't like to lose face. No. Okay, which is yeah. a great thing about Asian people, that they they, they, they love to aspire to excellence. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, that those two things. The way they get there can be a little, little so, rough. So yeah. if, I, if, I have, if I am a communist, every communist government acts like they're the greatest government in the world, mm-hmm. every one of them. Okay, and so they always take their news and they put it out in a way that's usually positive for them. And it's always negative of the free world because the free right. world you don't want any part of. Right. So what we're getting from China is what they're allowing us to have. They're, or that somebody You're else, being told exactly what they want you to hear. Yeah. That's what you can say. Or somebody who let it out and then they killed them. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, is North Korea still claiming they have none? They zero. None. Greg. Zero. So I guess we believe that. Too, yeah, right? they, 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 Greg, they got a zero. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Everybody else in the world, but not us. So not us. Marco Rubio says, here's what's grotesque. When some in our media can't contain their glee and delight in reporting that the U.S. has more coronavirus cases than China, Beyond being grotesque, it is bad journalism. Yeah. And I agree. All right, Mnuchin, how are we going to get our checks? You want to come back and do that? I guess it's time for the break, isn't it? So Steve Mnuchin has said uh, that he is going to try to lay out 
on, on when you should see your check. So we'll, we'll work on that when we get back. And uh, we'll try to touch a few phone calls, too, because that may not take the whole segment. But we'll we'll give you what, what they're saying about it now, the stimulus package. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Don't forget, if you're at home and you want to binge, binge Rick and Bubba. They're at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. All right, 10 minutes to the top of the hour. If you want to call us, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get Stretch in there, our hounds in. We'll line those up and chat with you if this story doesn't take the whole segment. But I know a lot of you are starting to think, all right, what do I do about my checks? Uh, Steve, Steve uh, Mnuchin said Sunday morning in an interview that qualifying Americans can expect to see their $1,200 checks deposited into their accounts in three weeks, about three weeks. So, again, uh, that's not tomorrow. And uh, he says... Um, just enough time. You'll get it with j- just about a week to go before we start up again. Yeah, he said... On Face the Nation, he said there'll be an online system created so Americans who are not signed up can do so. And, of course, we know those government sign-up portals. I mean, they always work really good. Uh, and then they can skip waiting for a physical... Skip to waiting for a physical check. Uh, I mean, you could direct deposit it. He said, we expect within three weeks that people who have the have direct deposit information with us will see those direct deposits in their bank accounts within three weeks after you sign up successfully. And we will create a web-based system for people where we don't have their direct deposit that they can upload it so that they can get the money immediately as opposed to checks in the mail. It sounds like they're trying to avoid checks in the mail anyway yeah, they can. Yeah, well, a lot mm-hmm. of people file electronically, and they, they get their refunds electronically. So that you know that cuts through a lot of the chase there. Now here's where it comes. Everybody just stay with us right here. Here's where it gets Everybody stand by. real, Everybody stand real by. confusing. <sighs> Individuals are eligible for payments up to $1,200, but that decreases – for those who earn an adjusted gross income more than $75,000 a year. The bill says that the payment is reduced by 5% of every dollar above the mark of $75,000 for an individual. And then here's where it gets crazy. Are $50 for every $1,000 above $75,000. I guess they're giving you. Here's, Rick, what, here's he, what that he, means to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Here's the bottom yeah, line. Right. If you make $75,000 or less of adjusted gross income on your income tax, you're going to get a check. Over 75, they're going to start peeling it down. It plays out totally at about 99. Right. And I mean, you might get $3. If at you that point. filed jointly, was it 150? Yeah, it's just double. Mm-hmm. It's just double what the same. Just was. take that double yeah. and go with go from there. So so there it is. So there's going to be a portal for everybody to sign up. Portal. For a direct deposit. Something else for those of you that don't want a direct deposit, but you can upload it. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they will get down to physical checks in the in the worst case scenario. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's. I uh, just hope the guy didn't do the Iowa caucus apps in charge. Not in charge of this. <laughs> I know. We, we certainly we certainly hope that is uh, that is not <laughs> that is not the case. <laughs> the whole world was watching, and boy, he blew it. Didn't and I, I don't think they still hey, know who won. Hey, I hate to bring this up. Everybody gonna be giving up a lot of personal information. I know, right? There it is. Mm-hmm. Let me get you. Well, we should. Have got to, hey, check. We shouldn't have to give up any. The government's already got all your information. <laughs> They're the ones that gave it out. I know. They knew it before I did. I know.
Why do they ask me for it? Now they want you to come in there and fill out their little portal, give them no, everything you got. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Portal two, three. Sure. Swap. I don't it. like the word portal, do you? No. Because you know why? Mm-hmm. Like you know where portals are to like hell. I'm squeezing through. Something. You know where a lot of portals go? <laughs> yeah. Straight to hell. Yeah, there's been a lot of them. <laughs> we could jump in time or something. Uh, let's go to um, Nathan in Mississippi. Nathan, welcome. How are you, buddy? Hello. Nathan, you're on the show. Go ahead. Uh, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, Nathan. You I hope okay? you're okay, buddy. Oh, my name's Mason Harris. I'm sorry. What, it sounds like you're saying the same thing I just said. What is your name? Mason. Oh, Mason. Mason. Oh, Mason. Gotcha. Gotcha. No wonder. No wonder he put Nathan. The first time you said it, it sounded like Nathan. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm just calling about how college students should get a refund on all our, all our dorming fees and food and everything. How. They pretty much kicked us out of college, man. Yeah, my my son was asking me about that. Did, did, Mom, Dad, do y'all get a refund for the amount y'all paid for dorms and meals that we never got? Y'all hold your breath on that one. I, hey, mm-hmm. you don't hold it too long. You won't make it, will you? No. <laughs> yeah, that somehow I think they're not going to adjust us and give me no, that back. Do you that. think? Maybe credit me Might somewhere later. Credit. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Oh, you ain't getting any cash back. You can no. No, 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 no. You know no, why? Because no. it's long gone. Yeah. Especially with college football being called out. <laughs> no, you better believe <laughs> Really, if you don't have college football, people are going to go, why do we even have college <laughs> Landon in Mississippi. Landon, go ahead. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I'm a first-time caller. Thank you for calling, buddy. Uh, yes, sir. I was calling to see uh, what y'all think about students. <laughs> uh, what do we think about what? <laughs> students? Uh, student, a- student athletes uh, losing their last year of like high school, senior year. <laughs> Well, we ha- that's we kind of Speedy's department. Yeah, Speedy's, mm-hmm. Speedy's experienced it with one of his sons, and I know a lot of my friends – uh, our friends are experiencing the same thing. I just don't know what to do, though. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. Nothing. It's terrible, but there's a lot of things terrible about this pandemic. And you know that you, you well, would, but we, I don't know what you do about we it. We all hope that they get to have some kind of abbreviated thing at the end. But you know, it, it until yeah. we get a little closer and we know when it's going to happen. It's you know, I don't think the heart's in it to try to figure it out. You talking yet. about SOS? You were fired about that on Friday. Well, I, I know that's before we had a thirty day setback. No, no. <laughs> 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 well, uh, we got two weeks to get fired up again. You know, so I know what you, you know mean, what they brother. said about your SOS signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard to get fired up about that. We still got you know all this rolling out everywhere. I would have stayed with Easter. I don't know about just thirty days. Mm. They got to go with the science, right? Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. Either. They're making it up as they go too. Well, I think huh? I think this will be it. This is going to be about about far as and then Trump can go. Hey, I tried, did it. Corey, <laughs> gotta move on. Union City, Tennessee. Corey, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, fellas, how are y'all? Great, I'm fine. How about you? Bring it in. Come on. Yeah, pretty good. Hey, I was going to ask if y'all would get just a magic money come in the mail. What would y'all spend it on? Well, I was going to sp- spend it on my tailgate spot at the games this year, but I may not need it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, right now I think I'd put it away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I might do. I know I might do something crazy. Not go out and buy something. I might earmark it for food. <laughs> How about for food and toilet paper? Sadly, when it's all done, I'm probably giving it back to them in taxes. No, of course you. I pay my taxes, and yeah. I have to add some other money to it. But yeah, <laughs> but if maybe you, that'll be part of it. All right, if you're accountants right now, okay, are you? Did you kind of hate this extending it to I July? Because you thought it was because now that all that does is now yeah. these people now keep you got bothering a cloud you. Hanging over you yeah, and boy, it really now what about if you're you know they're, what they were now, accustomed to was they had the April fifteenth and the extension right. to October. 
So yeah. what happens now? I think they want to get it done so they can roll into all these SBA loans and all that because their businesses are going to want to know about it, and it's kind of complicated. Yeah. Shane and Decatur. Shane, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, I got a question for you on these uh, these stimulus checks. You know, I've seen that there's a, uh, you know, every time somebody has a kid, they get an additional five hundred dollars. Yes. All right. Yeah. And so what's the what about these people that have more than like two kids that they're talking about? Well, they're going to get more than a thousand dollars. It looks like yep. the Duggars are going to get all rich right. off of this. Yeah. Well, no, 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 because remember the Duggars can't be together because they violate all the codes. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. They can't no, even they meet dinner together. They can't even have dinner. I, I'm sure there's some. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's some limit on it. I mean, you can't have nineteen and get. Paid, Why not? I don't know. I doubt. And it. you have to be what under seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, yeah. guys. So if you have an eighteen-year-old at the house, he's out. Yeah, we just print money. That, that we're just printing money. That doesn't have anything back in it anyway. Give everybody what they want. Uh, mm-hmm. Rick, don't worry about it right now. I'm we'll just, just telling you. This I don't know what we just, are the number one country in that. Yeah, I mean, what's print gonna, money? What I mean, guys, walking dogs. What's, <laughs> what's going to happen to our grandkids? Hmm? <laughs> we got to be alive to see them to begin with. So. I, well, I mean. Look, some look, of us this, survive. Rick, this may mm-hmm. look. Let, let's. I like looking at everything and flipping it around 180 degrees. This may give us the greatest out to get out of this debt we've ever had, and end it. Yeah. That's yeah, true. You could see it. You just act like it didn't happen. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but look, you're gonna add this much to it. You might as well wipe it all out, didn't you? No. What if they no. just call it even, start over? <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. I'm good with that. You know, the Bible used to have this deal after yeah, seven, seven years. Seven years, you wiped it clean. After it's seven years, idea. if you couldn't get it back, you just canceled it out. We ought to implement that. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.